Episode 723 for January 2022. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. Before we get on with the episode, I want to thank people that made this episode possible for you to listen to. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. And one of the perks, one of the many perks they get is a shout-out in front of the audio version. So a big thank you goes out to Gene, Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott Vinkman, Beautiful Vosh. Adam, Austin, Brian, David, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, John P., John, uh, Joshua, Kelly, King Hillbilly, Laura, Noah P., O-Force33, Ryan, Sarah, Scott, Seth, Scott M., Will, hashtag something good for you, Dalla, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Bob, Craig, Dow, Detboy, Donnie, Avenji, Jeffrey, Grew Comics, Halfskimo, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, John M, Curtis, Matthew, Michael K. We also have Mitzi86, N7 Stormtrooper, Nick, Patrick, Ryan, Sailor Sega, Steven, Stewart, Symbiobro, and also Toby Z. Again, thank you to each and every one of them for supporting the show and also getting some f- uh, awesome merch. Uh, like Crawl Space t-shirts, uh, coffee mugs. I've actually seen some pictures of the new coffee mugs that people are getting in the mail, so I think that's kind of cool. Uh, also, decals for your laptop or your uh, your SUV or your car, etc. So one more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Get exclusive episodes, shoutouts, uh, your name in front of our live streams, exclusive podcasts, and merch. So, patreon.com slash crawlspace. It helps me pay the bills, and I appreciate it, guys. On with the show, everybody. Let's introduce the panel. We've got Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? Greetings. Greetings. Hopefully you guys can hear me, because I'm using my Samsung Buds, because I left Uh my headphones at work, and... So far, y'all can't hear the party from the neighbors upstairs. But we'll I cannot see. hear a party, except for Sorry. the one we're about to have. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have Ryan. What's going on, Ryan? How oh, are you, not sir? Not too much here, but I don't hear the the party either here, Ke- Kelly. But hopefully, you won't hear the <laughs> dog barking out each time. So we'll do. We'll see what happens. Oh. I, I mean, I brought my tea since I am the son of the dragon tonight. Oh, there you go. Is that a Star Wars mug? Is that what I say? It is right there. Oh, very nice. Keeping it all Disney, all t- all the time. All with the show. time, all the time. And we liked him so much, we said, "Hey, Hornacek, come on back. We got Craig. What's going on, man?" Hey, Craig. Because the fans demanded it. <laughs> they did. I know I did. <laughs> uh, I want to apologize to the one person that downvoted the previous video. Uh, I'm sure that was because I was on it. Uh, that was yeah. just before YouTube stopped uh, counting the, the, the dislikes. So uh, yeah. to whoever down, downvoted that, where I apologize. Were, it where, it was your you cousin. Looking? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, there you go. I was like, why, why were you looking at the downvotes? Don't, don't do that. Oh, yeah. Don't look at it. Generally, a good idea not to look at the comments either in anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, here, here's a spoiler warning. Do not look at any comment threads on the internet when the movie comes out on the 17th. 
I was spoiled with the a Force Awakens. Just on like a random news article, I was like yeah. looking at comments and look, Han Solo dies. I'm like, no, I hadn't even seen it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I feel the pain, bro. Because exactly yeah. what happened to me too. And then when I saw it, I was like, ah, it's true. It's all true. Oh, it's all true. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and as if he was on cue. Uh, I just introduced Craig, and now we have Tyler. What's going hey. on, Tyler? You literally hey. just popped on. <laughs> Perfect. And let's see. If I say the word Neil, will Neil suddenly appear? <laughs> Neil, are no. you there? Neil, Neil, Neil. Neil, Neil, Neil. Nope, nope, not going to happen. Neil will join us on Neil time. So, <laughs> <laughs> Only time is Neil time. I know. <laughs> What's going on, so Flo? Happy, I'm happy, Brad. Ha- hello, Brad, and the crawl space. Hello, <laughs> hello Ma- Mike says instead of spending money on this filthy clone crap, I can just come here to hear about what happened. Yeah, we save you money, Mike. Whoa, yeah, yeah. we, we spend I, it I for don't... you, Mike. Yeah. Uh, what, we'll Kelly? Talk. I said we'll talk because somebody <laughs> said, "Hey, why don't you do this book?" And it was ten dollars on the satellites, and I'm I'm a little mad about it. What what book was oh the voices book? Yep. Oh my no. gosh, I have no clue. You could have told told you should tell me told me that because you don't have to review a ten dollar book. My God, I paid for it. And, well, no, it, technically, I, well, okay, for official purposes, I paid for it. Um, okay, but I've got the stories for us. Okay, cool. Uh, Adam, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Hope you're okay with the tornadoes. Yeah, hopefully if... Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, Our surrounding neighbors, though. My goodness. Thoughts and prayers with you guys. I've seen the video on the news lately. It's awful. I agree. It's been very bad. So bad. In December, too, of all all times. Uh, Season's greetings to the podcast crew. What's going on, Matt? Uh, Trust and obey. Happy holidays, spider friends. What's up, man? Uh, Thank you for the super chat there, Milo. I appreciate it. Uh, I always hear the party because I'm always down to party. Woo party, says Mike. <laughs> Mike Murdoch is a partying guy. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, let's see. Matt says, I webbing crew. I just got my comics earlier today and found out that my comic shop was short on 79 and 79.1 of the title, but I did get the alternatives of 80.1. Boy, when we start talking about these books, the numbering is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it's hard yeah. to keep track of who's yeah. reviewing what. There, and I'm also, like, there, oh my. There is no 79 point. Yeah. There, there is no, no 79 B-E-Y. So, uh, <laughs> who counts like well, this? I mean, you, yeah, you saw me on my reviews lately. I'm actually holding the books and tossing them as I review them because I don't know where I am anymore. No, and it's you can almost skip these anyway. What we're going to review, we're going to let me see if I can do it from memory 79 point bay, right? Mm-hmm. B E Y, not B A E, 78 right? point bay, yeah, hey, bay. So 70, 78 point bay, 78. Yeah, and then 79, mm-hmm. and then 80, and yep. then 80 Bay. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. I Hey, I got it, Bay. All right. There is no what, does, what does Bay stand What does B-A-E stand for? Is that Beyond? B-A-E? Beyond. No, B-A-Y, like Beyonce. slang teen terms. Beyonce. Oh, B-A Baraka from yeah. the 80s. I pity the fool that reads these comics. Oh, my gosh. You were the dog's dragula. Tyler, what does bay as in girlfriend, boyfriend stand for? What does what does it mean? Is it for baby? Oh, God. Okay, well, it's not spelled the same. It's not spelled the yeah. same. B-A-E <laughs> is bay. I know, but what does before, bay mean? Before anyone else. <laughs> before right. anyone else. 
and it's spelled before anyone so else. We're all confused now. Yes. Oh, oh, I got it. Okay, okay. The, the, the two I'm, teachers I'm, are being done on the correct past tense. I, I, I'm trying to today. find out the slang. What this means? And Tyler looked as confused as I am. <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> poor guy? I, was I like, didn't actually know it's good for this? that. So thank you, Kelly. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. There you go. All also, right. So let me share my screen. Uh, Vinkman. Yes. Focus. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> good luck with telling him. Yeah, yeah good luck. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like yeah. squirrel you, you, you know this is not going to go well when it's the five of us. All right. First issue we're reviewing. Uh, Spider-Man Bay. 78 Bay. B-E-Y. And if memory serves, uh, who's got that one? Ryan? That would be me. Hold Ryan's on. got that my, one. All right, I cool. need my special Zen tea for this is the Daughters of the Dragon tea. Yes. Yeah. This is more like Daughters of the Dragon 1 than it is 78. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get into it as we go. So anyhow, let's see if I did. I've, I've been kind of practicing for the last hour. See if I can do it. So been... this, this Bay issue, issue 78... <laughs> Yeah. For Spider-Man Beyond is, of course, written by Jed McKay. Mac McKay I'm sorry, Mac Kay. Got to say their name right. Jed's been a yeah. me on social media. And Eleonora Carlini. So this is the artist here. So ever wonder what exactly is going on with Misty Knight and Colleen Ring, better known as the Daughters of the Dragon, you know, who have been around for many years. Yeah. Well, this issue opens up, of course, in modern times before we go into a kind of classic Bendis flashback. So it starts with Misty and Colleen talking to, of course, you know, Miss Danger, you know, the head project manager of, of course, the Spider-Man Beyond. And, of course, Ben Riley, the current, you know, Beyond Spider-Man, is battling out with the Avengers Horror Mansion. That's right. He's got the Chainsaw oh. Massacre thing saying, welcome to the Avengers Spider-Man. Now die by uh, Captain America. Meanwhile, you know, Colleen's actually watched this on the Myers saying, so, uh, wait, is this a kind of like an X-Men thing or something? Why do we Why do we that, have all these That looks like Captain people? America meets Ash from Evil Dead is what that with looks a little like. Bit right of, yeah, with a little bit of Leatherface mixed in. Oh, well, Leatherface, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, thinking that's Ash. Kind of the area. So, Love anyhow. That. So and, uh, ben actually, instead of actually fine, it says this absolutely sucks. This absolutely sucks three times. And as he says this, a claw, which might be Freddy Krueger, is supposed to come out. But no, wait, it's actually the evil Nightmare in Elm Street Ant-Man who is trying to, who chases him into Jason Voorhees. I mean, an evil duplicate of Iron Man, who has got the horse into, who then, of course, shot in the back. And all of a sudden, Ben turns yeah. around saying nuts, and it's Misty Knight who says boo. You got to show this here because I think uh, I think oh, Ben's the, response. Which one is, is it? Like the Misty Night. The Misty Night. Boo Misty Night. Misty Night. But exactly. There you go. So boo. But then of course Ben's next response is of course the most priceless. that explains it. What yeah. are you wearing? <clears> and now exactly. we shall actually go to Misty's response to that in her classic Misty Night fashion. No. Hell, if I know this was Colleen's idea because you know Colleen actually comes out with all my outfits for some reason. Okay. But it's very interesting. So basically, you know. It comes up that this all was a hologram, was a training mission, basically to help Ben work and hone into his spider sense and reaction. So basically, it's trying to tell something Ben should have known for the last 20 years that, you know, when his spider sense is going off more higher, that means it's more danger. When it's going very lower, it actually means it's less dangerous on him, too. So that's all fun little games and everything. So it was alluring him. Thank you, Ben, for telling us something we already knew already about 30 years ago. Anyhow, so then we get back to modern day. So what's True. going on and danger, Miss Danger herself, actually, you know, in Charlie's Angels fashion, talks about a new robot danger known 
as a robot monster codenamed Obsidian Star because he's the star bad guy in this issue. As a, as as Tyler is rolling his eyes at me too with the Obsidian. <laughs> so he's representing anyhow, the reader. He is. So <laughs> no, we're, no, Tyler and I, are, Tyler and I are next wave fans. We're trying to explain this to you without having to try oh, and man. explain it. By the way, yeah. welcome, Neil. I, yeah. And like, no, I was having serious. I was having a serious discussion, so that's why I'm late. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why he's the highest couples in comics today. That's what we got here today. <laughs> so anyhow, because Ben is, on, is not on the clock right now, it's up to Misty and Colleen to take care of Obsidian Star. Because basically, hey, you might not be superheroes, as she responds damn straight, but I think we hired you, so you got to go fight the bad guys. So they said, well, you know what? We do have an exceptionally cool car. So we go ahead and do that. And they rip through out here thinking they're Fast and the Furious to go take out Obsidian Star. Because after all, they have an antimatter bomb they might have to use if it comes down to that. So anyhow, a battle breaks out in the middle of New York when Misty using her high-tech beyond thing against Obsidian Star. And they go into a huge issue. And it all kind of reads lays into with them actually getting rammed into him into the middle of the building. And all of a sudden, they find out they're no longer in Spider-Man Beyond, but they are in, of course, uh, the Their own one shot, yes. One shot that is actually has nothing to do with Spider-Man, yep. but actually somehow has to do with Camp Crystal Lake. And of course, they show oh, up right at the Horror Mansion. I mean, the Avengers Murder Mansion. <laughs> 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 and meanwhile, Misty is kind of screaming, saying, Maxine, hello, Maxine, we did not do this. And she's like, be calm, Miss Knight. We already got our best team on all that, a.k.a. Let's see what happens. So, of course, she tells them just go in. Data file says that Obsidian is in there, and they have to go in. So, of course, instead of, like, saying that, they actually knock at the door. Which it, then they say, okay, nobody's knocking, so they bust it open. And, of course, we are confronted by the Sin Eater, believe it or not, looking like the <laughs> Scarecrow out of DC Comics. Meanwhile, while Doug Luce is getting mad over at DC Comics, Misty decides <laughs> to just shoot him. Problem solved, right? Nope, no problem because now comes out all the other horror men. But don't worry, they have the various beyond tools. We got the high intensity insectoid. We got the oops, old scorpions. We have the ham or ram eye, which is a giant fist hand to take out giant man. We also have stuff known as out damn spot remover. And then after she shoots Dr. Thing with the exact same ditto formula. They keep going before all of a sudden Colleen where it says, wait a second, hold on. This is not only stupid. You know what? We're actually in a haunted house. It's not really a haunted house. Don't you get it? This is actually Obsidian Star. He's made the mansion. He is the mansion. So Misty says, well, let's use that atomic bomb we kept in the bottom thing. Throw it, and let's just see what happens, just like a subplot bomb. So she goes ahead and <laughs> <laughs> and they all jump out of the mansion because somehow magically they could break through a wall and just let it explode. And as it says, Beyond Corporation do not use under any circumstances. Any matter about it is not on the mass market yet. AKA, you will be sued for this. But it works because Obsidian is knocked out. And then to claim her prize in the lights of her ex-boyfriend, that's right, Danny Rand, the Iron Fish, she plunges her hand into the Obsidian Star to reach out. Well, according to the flashback, apparently nothing. They just defeated it. Obsidian Star disappeared. But wait, that's a lie. It was actually the Dark Star from Super Mario Brothers Wii U, as he has now claimed the power <laughs> up. And hey, it's a me. It's a Dark Star. And this you son of a bitch. Kelly hey. <laughs> out of the story in general. Kelly is now completely thrown out of the story, just like the reader. 
And of course, what happens? They say, well, Max, you have well, she's like, well, you ruined my bomb. You ruined a couple other things that went on market. This is really going to cause a lump thing. But you know what? Go ahead and you know what do it. And they say, you know what? We're taking a day off. And the reason why you're taking a day off? Mental health day. Thank you and good night. And they secretly meet what actually their sick day is actually, believe it or not, that's right, Monica Rambo, the star of WandaVision herself, saying, I think I know where this needs to go. And of course, this is where I'll turn it over to my next wave, Adams, to actually explain what the hell happened. Thank you. Yeah, I, I have no clue. I've never read Next Wave. Um, yeah, I put it. I put it in the private chat that Tyler and I are literally screaming like, "You don't get it at all! <laughs> you just don't get it!" Uh, it's because the Next Wave is in a Spider-Man comic. I don't get it. Uh, Ryan, what would you give this for a grade? Oh, I, I, I actually was very kind since I was actually a fan of the uh, of my original video and gave it a B minus. But now going through it and pulling in my JR, I give it a C plus. Thank you. Okay, Craig, what do you give it? What's your grade? I give it a C. Uh, Kelly. Oh, you're muted, muted, Kelly. Uh, you I'd say a C plus, but really, it's about a C. Like, eh. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of what I don't. I'm not a fan of the four issues we're reviewing. Me today, neither. Uh, Neil, what's your grade? I'm giving it an A. I hate all of you. Get that. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you on, dude? What? Good God, Tyler. What? I'll, I'll give it a B. I, I give it a D. Maybe a D minus. Uh, Ryan, pros, what do you like? Um, first of all, I did like it actually was a good characterization between Misty and Colleen actually did the relationship. And it was actually fun what they were doing in the spatter and everything, including the moments they had. It was, like I said, very Daughters of the Dragon. But, you know, once again, this is supposed to be a Spider-Man comic, and it's a Daughters of the Dragon one-shot. So um, another thing is, I, I, I the, the duel with Neil and Cypher, guy who flipped through New Wave a little bit, it definitely does a nice callback to the New Wave there, so that piece is really nice, um, and so forth. And actually, some of the weird characters and some of the names of the items they did to defeat the Avengers Murder Mansion were actually kind of funny puns. That's my pros. Yeah. Um, all right, other pros? All right, let's go to Mr. A down there. Uh, what you you should have the most. <laughs> so I'm in a weird I'm in a weird position here because I actually don't hate the art. Like I know there's a bunch of people in the comments section going, uh, oh, yeah. "Who did this art? It's horrible." I really enjoyed it. It, it it's yeah. it's not as bad. Like the same artist did the uh, Star Annual back in uh, Spencer's uh, run. Yeah, but like they, I think they had a bit more time to go through this issue and uh, clean it up. But um, I, I really thought it was high kinetic, very energetic, really dynamic. It, it really it it's what the Morbius arcs art should have been. Mm. Yeah, um, it's, it's very no, stylized not, and it's not for everyone. But I, I did like, enjoy it. Like the, like this this issue to the the beyond issue the the dot bay issues to me feel like side stories that you could have easily just made like their own yeah. one shot like within the beyond imprint as it were. And I think I, mean, I don't that's think that's what we're sort of getting in the future for some like Mary Jane Black Hat. That's a beyond yeah. imprint issue, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so in that capacity, I think this book is one exactly what's advertised. They never they never said it was going to be a Spider Man centric issue. They they always wait, advertise wait, wait, it as wait, wait, a. What's what's on the cover? What's the name of the book? <laughs> what's the name of the book? <laughs> yes, but Misty Wing and Col but Misty Knight and Colleen Wing are on are on the front. They're advertised. Oh, yeah. as it's not called the Amazing Misty Wing and Colleen yeah. Knight. It's that, called the Amazing Freaking Spider Man. That that's the thing because <laughs> no, yeah, 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 hang on, Brad. Did you have that complaint about the Gibbon issue? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about the Gibbon. Okay, Gibbon. <laughs> this isn't the freaking Gibbon issue. This is <laughs> two chicks chasing a dark star. 
I'm just saying I mean, if you're if you're going after like what's on the what's on the cover, like I think that was my you can have the, the given issue too. It, it's called the but they but they never but they never deceived you into saying like oh this is going to be a Spider-Man issue. They they said on the tin this is a Missy Knight and Colleen Wing issue. They never right. lied to us. They that gave is, us exactly what they promised. Sort of the point of the Bay issues, isn't it? Where it's like they're like okay, they're like side stories. Really about Spider-Man, but it's still connected. It's so not it's, about Spider-Man. Look who's on the cover. Yeah, Misty Knight and Cold Wing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Spider-Man takes up half the, the cover. Colleen Wing and Misty take up the other half of the cover. The name of the book is called The Amazing Spider-Man. That's okay. Because Amazing Spider-Man sells more. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know. I know. I know. I just think it's very dumb. Would, would you... Would, okay, so Tyler and I were talking about this when it came out, and, we, and I made the... I made the argument that like if this hadn't been an amazing Spider-Man issue, I probably wouldn't have picked it up, which would have been to my loss because I really like this issue. Mm. So I understand but, I, from a, from a marketing perspective, I understand it. I, oh, I get the marketing aspect. I mean, the the Colleen and and uh, Misty Knight book would not sell what this one just probably did. Yeah, I get it. Honestly, if the thing is, I, I like these characters, and I enjoyed reading a, a short little story about them, but if you don't, I, I couldn't recommend it, because it, it is purely a story about them, and if you yeah. you don't care about that, yeah. But I, I understand why they put Amazing Spider-Man on the title, I get it. because I get it. it sells more. But like, here, when, here's, a, here's another question for it. In the long run, does this hurt Spider-Man? In the no. long run. Uh, does this does this say to the longtime reader of forty plus years like me, like Jr., like George, like Ryan, etc.? Hey, you mm-hmm. know what? They don't care. They slap Amazing Spider-Man on the cover. They'll buy any damn thing. No, I, Which I, I, I feel, I feel I like that's, if, I'll be honest, Brad. I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. Well, no. I. What do you mean? Like you already have Amazing Spider-Man issue seventy-nine or seventy-eight, so, and and they've gone out of their. I'll be honest, the beyond the beyond board as they've put it has gone out of their way to say like you don't have to read this issue if you if you don't want to, it won't impact the overarching story. Well, so who is who is this for? Is it for the longtime reader like me who wants Spider-Man in my book, or is it a new reader which they hope to get by picking up a Spider-Man book, and when they open it up, he's not in it but two or three pages. It's not for the old or the young reader. Who is this for? See, no, I th- I think it is a kind of for new readers. For it's like saying, hey, nothing to do with Spider-Man. But, but, no, but they also market, the because but, but if, they market as a Daughters of the Dragon book. If you're reading the main title and you're like, or, I don't know who these are. Like me. Here, let's let Tyler speak. Let's okay. let's try not if, to talk over. If you're everybody. reading the main title and like say say you're a, a casual who's only buying Amazing Spider-Man, you're like this. Like when I was 13, I was only buying two comics. It was Amazing Spider-Man and Deadpool. So if you're someone who's reading Amazing Spider-Man, you see these Daughters of the Dragon characters, you're like, oh, I don't know who these are, but they're kind of cool. And it's, hey, here's a Bay issue that's all about them. That's who I think it's for. It's, it's and, to get another four and, bucks out of you, but, is what but, it is. But, but like I said, it's not like they ever like tried to cheat us out. Like They, they told us three months ahead of time, you have, the, you have the option to opt out of this issue if you want. Mm. And... I, but if you bought it, then it. I, at, at what point does it become like your personal responsibility to dip out if you don't want to read it? Because they they warned us in advance. This is what was going to happen. So it's uh, it, it's not a good sign when they have a warning label like, "Hey, we're but putting Spider Man." It, well, it's it's not, not a, a warning, warning label. label. You don't have to buy it if you if you don't want to. Even though we've got Spider Man on the cover and the name of the book is Spider Man. But, but like, if you don't want to read the main story, then you don't. 
Yeah. Well, th- do you think this has anything to do with the main story? I think it's just a side adventure. Well, if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you've read Next Wave, then yes, it does. <laughs> well, well, look, I haven't. Here's, here, here, here's the thing, because it's very similar to the to the the last hunt. What was it, the like the Gibbon issue called? What were those called? The It's very similar. Where I really love those stories, and they you didn't need them at all if you watch just cared about the main story. But I yeah. thought they were very good supplemental material. No, Adam. Just I, no, I'm gonna. Be, I'm gonna, Adam in the comments is saying the Beyond Corporate. No, just because I like something doesn't mean the Beyond Corporation is paying me. Oh, there you go. Adam is saying for me to preach, and uh, Mr. Comics says book has nothing to do with Spider-Man. Treat Ben like an idiot. F for me. Uh, Neil gives no Fs and gives the book an A. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I enjoyed what I enjoyed. I will. Oh, I will get more into what I didn't like later on. Yeah, it, no problem. To, to, to me, to me, this book took a, this book told, took full advantage of the Beyond Corporation concept and just ran with it. Like one one of the main problems I have with the Morbius arc and kind of with the Craven arc, and I I like the Craven arc more than I like the Morbius arc. Just going ahead, um, is that it kind of plays, it doesn't really play with the concept as much as much as it should. Like if they're going to treat this as like some kind of, you know, all new, all different concept, then run with it. Sh- show us something like really unique and out there. Don't just play it safe with, you know, regular, with regular Spider-Man stories and treat Ben as just regular Spider-Man. If you're going to advertise as something different, go balls to the walls, do something interesting and new. And this was, and, it, and this book was that. As we've said, as I've said on the satellite show, uh, Black Cat ongoing is one of the best books Marvel's put out, and it's not because of the lack of writing of Jed McKay, who wrote this issue. Mm-hmm. Like Jed McKay's stuff for the most part, almost everything I've read. This isn't a horrible story. Uh, I've read a lot worse, but but to put it in an Amazing Spider-Man book, and even as a side little, th- if this was in the '90s or this was in the '80s, well, I only think they do this in the '80s. Um, this would be a backup story in an annual. Would you not agree? I mean, I I don't have the perspective to say yes or no, so I'll abstain from this. <laughs> well, you you've seen what Marvel does with backup stories, like they like what what did we just have issue eight hundred? We had a couple backup stories. Did this not read like a backup story? And isn't the mm-hmm. concept of a bay a backup story? It should. What should backup should be the B? What should, backups everyone yearns for? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like but like I said earlier, they they, yeah. they explicitly, I guess they, they more or less advertise this as a B story, as like a side adventure. Like it's like Tyler said, it's like the huh issues. It is. I, well, I I'm very much. I'm, and and in my opinion, Marvel learned this by remember Civil War. They created a Civil War side story, and then they created an Avengers versus X Men side story, and every event had a side story, so they can get another four bucks out of you. And if George were here, <laughs> he goes, he would have said, now I'm quoting my friends who have left. Uh, <laughs> George would like say, it's dead. your own damn fault, Douglas. Still with us. George, the late, great George right Berryman. George would yes, say, Douglas, it's your you, own George. damn fault because you bought this and you're, you are proving you're an idiot. And I just, Craig's an idiot because he's holding it up because he bought it too. <laughs> I just want to point out that this cost $4.99. Oh, this it issue? did cost. It cost more than three ninety nine. The Bay issues were four ninety nine. Because I think it has an extra page oh, count, wow. doesn't it? It has ten extra pages. Well, at least my Bay issue did. Let me check. 
Let me check and see if I'm missing any pages oh. from mine. I, I have <laughs> 10 extra pages. Yeah. Overall, I, I would say, like, I know, I don't even know if we've gotten to cons yet, but. Uh, we haven't. I, I started cons early, I think. I'm yeah. Sure. So, overall, I would say. I, I started the cons by giving it an A. <laughs> I, 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 didn't <laughs> high, I didn't go as high as Neil, but I would, like, I gave it a B. Uh, I enjoyed it, but I also understand the complaints. But for yeah. me personally, those complaints don't bother me. And so that's why I gave it a B, just because, you know, it's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Ra- Help me with that name. Wretched Wretched Eel. Wretched Eel. What do you guys think of the Symbiote Spider Man Crossroads uh, series? Our uh, thoughts on every how- issue is on our mm-hmm. patreon.com slash crawlspace. You can see them every month. We've got all the or reviews you, listed. Or you can go to the Discord and see what we have to say in text. Yeah. <laughs> or check out my reviews as I reviewed all the symbiotes. Yeah, no doubt. Band. You can see that. You can see all of our, our reviews all throughout the crawlspace. We've lost Kelly. Kelly was so upset that this book was four ninety nine. She and couldn't take it. <laughs> she was so upset <laughs> that I gave it an A, she dipped. Yeah, I mean, oh, after the she, dark star, it pushed her out. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, well, any, and, other and, pro- I, any other pros? <laughs> Well, Mr. Uh, Mr. Comics actually kind of makes a point that um, Mar- some Marvel books are four ninety nine, um, and I think part of that's one because of the rising price of everything recently. Um, yeah, I give you that. And I, I think it's also, and I think it's also because they're getting more content per issue. It's like what they did back in, uh, I think, was it? It was around the time Big Time came around. Like they increased the price from two ninety nine to three ninety nine, but added like another what eight pages of content. I think it was about six eight pages when that was going mm. on. Yeah, it depends. Yes, so, so it follows. So it follows the trend of market price increasing uh, of the general market price increasing along with additional content boosts. So, so. for the last ten years, we've had three ninety nine books. It's it's coming. It's four ninety nine is going to be the the default. Eventually, yes, with inflation and change, as well as getting yeah. more pieces, that's what's going to happen. Along with yeah. the paper shortage, along with paper shortage, which makes the price of ma- of manufacturing and shipping and my 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 goodness, if we've got a paper shortage, let's not print these bay damn things. <laughs> let's. I, 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 I for, dude, you for years I've been I've been encouraging yeah. digital comics to take it to take a rise. Uh, the pandemic actually probably jump started that accidentally, but you know. Here's a question: Do you do you guys think that the editor and the production of the Amazing Spider-Man line, do you think they are stretched too thin and they can't focus on the main story? They're trying to sell all these side books. Well, no they've they've already said that they've they've already said that like they've got the 19 issues of the main storyline planned out. This is just like additional like uh, ancillary stuff. Yeah, yeah, or to, to at least fill in some more holes. Like I said, the whole thing with Monica Rambu has been is a subplot to begin with, too. Yeah, yeah. I I right. did like. Let's see if Kelly's um, coming back. Go ahead, Craig. Oh, hold on a sec. I can't see anybody. I was just gonna say I did like on the uh, when they're in the mansion finding all the individual monster Avengers. That uh-huh. uh, when she when uh, Misty Knight punches Giant Man, uh, she uses what looks to be a souped up version of the Hulk hands. If you remember oh, yeah. the Hulk hands, remember that toy? We're actually for sale. Yeah, that yeah. that made me smile. I, I also like it called the big hand. That was actually a good one too. Like yeah, hammer that. hands. I think it was called it. Yeah, I think um, I can show it. There we go. There's the hammer hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, I I kind of like the the um, if we're doing pros, I like the um, relationship between these two. You can tell they're friends yeah. and they're that's the biggest they're, pro. They're, they're badass chicks. I mean, they can kick <laughs> a lot of ass. So I do like that. Um, so I guess that's a pro. Kelly, can you hear us at all? I can hear you guys. Okay. Any thoughts on what we were talking about? How this line it just feels four ninety nine for this book. It feels like uh, a backup story. No. So I like 
um, the Daughters of the Dragon, I think that there's something interesting going on with them. And they're kind of carrying most of this whole story where um, Ben and them are going to eventually have to go toe-to-toe with the Beyond Corporation, which is what we're... Uh-oh. Uh, we've lost Uh-oh. her. Clearly seeing we're a book now, so I'm not really concerned by that. I am, however, just kind of over this story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Um, all right. Ben Let's see being, here. I don't like how Ben is being written. And I yeah. guess I cut out because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you cut out me. here and there. You cut out and then Wonderful. you went, talked really fast and then you cut. Yeah, we heard most of it. Back so. in. No, because we heard, we heard, we heard the important parts. Yeah. No, it means that my Internet's messing up and uh, apparently there's nothing I can do other than just drop the recording. So I might need to either give somebody my breakdown and be done with it like i'm kind of i i don't know what to do here uh someone is dog sitting upstairs and that's the only reason i could assume that the internet's messing up because lately even with my roommates here it's not doing that so i don't know what's hitting the threshold so bad at all and i'm right right now but uh we'll, we'll play it by ear all right. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on this one before we move on to the next issue? Real quick, Mr. Comics yeah. in the Mr. Comics in the chat says that he refuses to leave paper comics for digital. Yeah. Um, I understand that sentiment, but in terms of sustainability and supply issues, I think digital is going to become either a necessity or a strong. Su- Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog sitting too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but. I think digital is going to be need is going to be a necessity in some capacity. Like I get, I get like, you know, the speculator value and um, the sentiment of having paper, of having a paper comic in your hands, Yeah. but with a shrinking marketplace as well as, you know, the sustainability of a paper-based medium, mm-hmm. I, I feel like digital is going to not necessarily become the future, but it's, growth as a side medium for comics is going to become a near necessity. And I just think that like refusing to change for the times is in this case, kind of productive. Yeah. And all right. Any I, other I have thoughts? Just, yeah. Just one thing to say about this. Like I said, I, if you only care about the main series, I don't think you need this book. Yeah. Because basically sure. you, if you remember from the previous issue, I think it was just the normal 79 or 78, I, I don't know with all these numbers, but uh, exactly, it, it has it has that moment with with uh, Misty and uh, the Daughters of the Dragon. They meet Monica, and it's just a, a short moment in the book. This is basically that, but stretched out with them having their own adventure. So it's mm. it's similar. So you've already got the gist of it, <clears> and you. So if you only care about the main book, you do not need this book since they've already sort of covered that. Yeah, true. Um, all right. Oh, go ahead, Craig. On, on the the last page of my Bay issue, the uh, the note from Nick Lowe says, "Anyway, I hope you're picking up the fact that these Bay issue tie-ins are super important to the main story." <laughs> well, he, okay, so in, so so in so, <laughs> so in so in that case, I will yeah. concede that point. But when <laughs> but when they were initially pitched, yeah, mm. Nick Lowe did promise that they wouldn't be, you know, n- yeah. necessary to pick up. Well, so that's why, just, why him I'm, being I'm, a salesman? Why would Marvel say, hey, these this is really post count. This is post I mean, hoc just this is post hoc justification for them making the book. Like I so I like you know the, earlier they pitched like you don't have to read these if you don't want to, but now that you've bought hey, don't you don't you like this four ninety nine book you bought for no reason? Yeah, you there's, idiot. There's, 
Yeah, <laughs> I would expect nothing else from Marvel than, hey, really, these all count. Yeah, it's a corporation. Uh, they're they're, they're just as bad as Beyond. Them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, uh, let's move on to the next one, Kelly. I think you've got this one right. Oh, you're Sorry. muted. Yes. There you go. Yes. Okay. Cool. So here's here's hoping we get through it. Cross my fingers. <laughs> Adam right. says Nick Lowe got to go. Uh-oh. That's not. <laughs> I mean, he said it, not us. Yeah, we didn't say it. That was quotes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plausible deniability, baby. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. So ASM 79, oh. Cody Ziegler, Michael Dowling, and Jesus Abrito on colors. Uh, we started a bar. A bunch of Beyond workers are letting loose. And one of the guys, Doug who is walking home drunk and singing to himself about himself, uh, sees something really horrible, has a horrifying face, and that's all we know. Last we see of Doug. Poor Doug. Um, so, <laughs> bye, Doug. <laughs> and um, we cut to the fact that uh, he didn't come in that Monday to to help with the upgrades on Ben's suit. And that's why it's taking too long because Ben is very, very upset that it's taking so long. Uh, thankfully, Ben already also made his own upgrades so he could keep them from seeing and controlling too much of what he's doing as he's starting to butt heads with IT and the vision of what Beyond wants Spider-Man to be versus what Ben thinks Spider-Man is. He, so he goes to kind of clear his head a little bit and he goes to see Peter and gives MJ a break to get snacks. Then Ben says something stupid about Peter not looking his best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, be, you know, because I guess this is this is Ben. And then gets to talk to Peter about how he's not sure this was the best choice he could have made because it might not be what Spider-Man really is, which is the moment like, oh man, like finally some actual common sense out of Ben Riley for once. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, so he sees on the news that something's going down. So he leaves, saves the day. Uh, Cause most of it's kind of more friendly neighborhood uh, Spider-Man stuff. So it's actually in his wheelhouse and it's what he wants to do. Um, and then he finally answers it and they say how well, you know, he's being responded to on the media uh, you know, social media, I assume, and stuff like that. So they'll they'll uh, schedule in more street level stuff uh, into his itinerary. And I wrote on here in my notes, it's like, did they forget that you know it's friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Because apparently Beyond did. Uh, so yeah. anyway, he gets told by IT one of their board members needs security on a possible break-in, and Ben heads there reluctantly. Uh, when he gets there, everything is completely just strewn everywhere, and he hears calls for help, so he goes over, and it turns out that Craven killed the board member and did a call where he mimicked just calling for help and set the scene to get Spider-Man. They fight, and Ben winds up with like a dozen dark tranks in him. Uh, so things start, you know, things are obviously going really well for Ben. Um, <laughs> he starts tripping, like completely tripping. PG, it, we're PG thirteen. He's tripping balls, and <laughs> sees that sees that Craven at basically sees Craven as a guy with wings and a lion head on fire. Uh, and then we just get to be continued, and that's well, basically it. 
Short it, and sweet. <laughs> tripping balls. All right. <laughs> what else are you supposed to say? Like that? Well, like no. he is. That, that's a medical it's, diagnosis. I know. Yeah. Well, in order to get in order to get through this entire storyline, I want what he's got. <laughs> you, we need at least twelve darts all around all six boxes up here. Okay. Do we need six? Do we need six each or just two? No, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with eight. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly, what's your grade on this one? Um, I give it a C plus. Yep. All right, uh, Neil, what's your grade on this one? I'm giving it a B. Okay, Ryan, what's your grade? I actually gave this a B minus. Okay, Craig, what's your grade? Uh, it's B minus for me as well. And, and Tyler's not here, so he doesn't count. All right, uh, <laughs> I give I give it a only the Lego Venom is. Yeah, Lego Venom. What do you give it? Oh, brains for B. Uh, <laughs> no, noble Venom head on the shelf. What is your uh, wisdom? Yes. Uh, Beyond Corp sucks. <laughs> I I give it a C minus for me. Uh, Kelly, your pros. Um, I thought the. And Neil's probably gonna like side eye me, but I actually thought the colors were nice. No, I actually like the colors in this issue. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. don't assume. Hey. <laughs> nice, good yeah, job. Yeah, no, I, I really Kelly, like. Give the... him a high five. Oh, the other Here. one. No, other way. Yeah, there we no, go. Wait. Shit. Ah, so anyway, uh, yeah, no, I really like the watercolor aspect. I do actually think the art is pretty um, for the most <laughs> yes, part. I agree. I the story is not bad. Uh, but like my one major con, I think the thing that irks me about it is, and it's, it's an overarching situation. It's just, there's, this isn't, it's better than the bin that we've known lately, but this still mm. isn't Ben Riley. Like Ben Riley should know that something's wrong and not just keep going with it. And I think like, yeah, yeah sure. We're seeing this, but it's just very slow and it's. I don't. It just doesn't feel right. Well, you know? it's 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 so Ben can have a what have I done when the Beyond Corporation bombs Manhattan or something. I know, but it, it's getting to the point where it's just like it, he intentionally obtuse, yeah. The theory it's or the story out so damn yeah. much in the. Yeah. Oh, I guess Brad's got. I'm in charge now, guys. Okay. Oh no! All right, he is now in charge. We're having all Move sorts of. All right, okay. transform. All right, it's time for a Transformers episode. Okay, oh, no. so. <laughs> Okay, um, but yeah, I guess I'll, I'll bounce off of you, Kelly. Uh, so Michael Dowling's the guy who did Black Cat uh, during mm-hmm. McKay's run. Yep. I didn't like the Brian Ribber's colors on his, on his Black Cat arc. I really like the colors on from Abertov in these yeah. issues, especially oh, yeah. in this one. Especially in this one when Ben goes on his acid trip. Oh yeah, no, I I especially like his acid trip. I think that that's a, well, no, it's it's herbs. It's the herbs that Craven has gone on about that he's put in his trank darts. It's one so, it's cannabis. Um, no, I, it's it's not weed. It's it's I don't know what it is. Mushrooms. It's mushrooms. It's magic mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Oh oh, he's actually gone. Okay. <laughs> well, Craig, you can um, keep kind of freezing too. Yeah, uh, Craig, what what do you think? What yes. what are your pros? Yeah, what, what is this And I'm back. Kelly's internet brought oh. out the captain of Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Adam said the chat. I'm the captain now. <laughs> hey, I, I left and came back and still beat Tyler. <laughs> Doing? Did he go get pizza? No, he went to go feed his dog. He said, "Oh, hey, oh, there hey did you, you miss go me, feed the dog, Did you go to feed the dog pizza? <laughs> what? <laughs> did you miss me? I my internet crashed and I left, and I he still left before that. you did, Brad. 
<laughs> Brad, he left before you did. He wouldn't know what happened. I know. That's part of the uh, joke, did I freeze? Neil. It's a joke, Neil. Sorry, I, I missed everybody I, while I was gone, Brad. <laughs> Craig's kind of frozen. Okay, what? where was yeah. I? Where were we? Uh, well, I was oh. uh, asking about prose. Okay. Uh, oh, prose. That's where we're yeah. Artwork, I think, is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy was on Black Cat, if memory serves. I liked his Black Cat, bunch of Black, uh, what was it, Black Fox? No, what's, uh, yeah, Black Fox, I think. Yeah, with the big giant skeleton guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that story. This was great for yeah. art. That was, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, losing their net. <laughs> it's contagious. I fro- We're all I froze for a second. I froze for a second. <laughs> this so- is... Kelly, uh, this is has ma- I, I infected us all on. with bad internet. I, <laughs> I need my, t- I need my two liter. <laughs> there you are. Welcome back, Craig. <laughs> Hang on, it's gonna be loud. What are you doing, Dr. Pepper? Oh, oh my God, Neil, that was the loudest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, my ears popped. Neil. I muted it. I muted the mic. Oh, oh sure. okay, I got you. Okay, uh, did we go through pros? Is there anything else? Spider-Man was in it. There's a pro out of me. No, he was in bed for a couple um, panels. I, you know what? I, I, I'll, I'll give a weird pro. I liked that Ben's kind of having this minor existential crisis and that he's not really yeah. sure. I, I did laugh when Ben... Was- yeah. Go ahead, Hornish. Go ahead. I think he Craig. froze again. Yeah, I oh think he froze. <laughs> but but I but I liked that. But I liked that. Um, Ben's having this kind of mild existential crisis, and like he wa- that he actually genuinely wanted to be like partners with Peter instead of you know with Peter in a coma. Whoa! <laughs> Holy wow, cow! Vink- My God, Vinkman! Here, wow. buy yourself some Jesus. better internet. <laughs> I mean- Brad, are you gonna help? <laughs> better. Okay, let, let's go. Let's go dig some pipe, internet oh pipe. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go lay that pipe. Oh, oh, no. oh, hey, hey, hey. oh no. my goodness! <laughs> oh no! We are, we are completely I'm realizing what I've done. <laughs> Neil, you Gosh. go lay some pipe. Get away from me! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my uh, goodness. Buy some Starlink with that. No, that's actually gonna be that's gonna be worse. What are you talking about, Adam? <laughs> anyway, Vinkman, thank you for the mega super. Thank you, Vinkman. Yeah, thank, thank you, you Vinkman. Uh, yes, thank you. Um Ooh. where was I? I think Craig's still frozen over there. It's like No, he came back for like two seconds, didn't he? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. But, uh, where but okay. Pros, uh Spider Man was in I've bed. Been- we had that for half a, a couple on, pages, so we actually saw the guy who's the book's about. So that's good. Uh, on, Mary, Jane, guys... Mary Jane didn't really have a, a, a anything to do with the exception of the the little chocolate bar thing, right? So there wasn't I mean, any standout moments with she, the supporting she pretty, cast. She seemed pretty uh, tired and yeah. uh, ready for at the end for at, so, at the end of her rope. I think yeah. Yeah, she really is. Yeah. So Mary Jane was the reader in this instance. Uh Yes. Tired end of the rope. Yes. And Craig, welcome back, sir. We got you. Here we are. We have you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Who hasn't dropped yet? Ryan and Tyler and Neil, you guys are next. It's it's three to three. I didn't drop. I just went to go get feed the dog. (laughs) No, he's saying no, Tyler. He's saying that you're next. Protect me. Protect okay. me, Houston Rockets. Kelly, Protect let's me. go through the cons. Let's go through the cons of this book. Um, Honestly, so for this particular issue, there's not too many, like, con-cons other than the fact that, like, 
for me, I'm not a particularly big Craven fan. Uh, I'm not a particularly big Beyond fan or a fan of what's currently going on. And I, it's not necessarily, um, I'm going to pull that name. Uh, it's not necessarily Ziggler because um, I think he's just playing off what's already been written for his characterization of Ben. But mm-hmm. the issue is, is that, like I said, I don't, I don't like Ben here. Like, I just don't like the situation. I feel yeah. like Ben Riley, the Ben Riley that like I know and the one that like I, I was introduced to in the nineties clone saga wouldn't have agreed to this in the first place. And so it's just kind of becoming more and more apparent that like, we're not going to get, he's not seeing the light because he wants things to be about himself. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's weird. Yeah. Ryan, you got a good con. What's a good con? Well, you know, it's very interesting. The beginning of this issue, he's getting the upgrade to the suit, you know, the suit, Mm -hmm. you know, took, you know, the UFOs took iron, you know, ironclad, you know, basically pop. And I'm like, Hey, what that, that hit me? That didn't feel anything. Um, and I understand what the thing with Morbius because it wasn't really set up here. So how did Craven not only damage the suit by blowing it up, but also piercing it with several darts as well as punching his mask off? It was supposed to have, oh, that's not supposed to do that. Plot. Yeah, for exactly. Plot. And, and plot. He, Ben Eamon says, uh, as he heads over to you know get the armor car and save the little girl, he ends up saying, like, I don't know, I got the firmware and the suit's back up today. I should be good to go. Craven's like, <laughs> I got some good stuff here. It's going to really mess this up. Hold on a second. There, Ben. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, so, Kelly. So since when you were gone, Brad, we made some jokes uh, no. about the magic <laughs> mushrooms. And so all I'm saying is maybe those are really, really serious magic mushrooms in the tranks and it can penetrate through anything because they're magic. Also, probably ad- he probably has adamantium needles. He probably went by Kratko and stole some. That's yeah. probably. I, I could see. I could see. Craven's a hunter. He studies his prey. He knows the stuff. Look. He knows yeah. how to break the... I'm just gonna assume it's magic. It's magic mushrooms. <laughs> oh, 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 he he went by Calypso magic. and said, "Hey, baby, can you get me some stuff?" <laughs> She's dead, man. Didn't she? Did she die? Who who knows anymore? Maybe she's it's clone. comics, man. <laughs> if they if they are dead, they're back by now. Yeah, exactly. so, Craven was dead too. So yeah, yeah. Calypso came back. Riley was dead. And issue, here we are now. Beyond before any beyond everyone else, what is it? Bay. Calypso is Craven's Bay. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Dot yeah. Bay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> dot Bay. Yeah, there is Dot Bay. Okay. Uh, any other cons before we move on? I need to get the other issue before we move My on. My internet. Um, here's a. Oh, here's a. Here, Ryan. I mean, uh, Neil, you give me your cons and we'll get Craig up. Um, my weird one is that Beyond Corporation seems fairly, I guess, ambivalent. Like, you know, they. they it's obvious that they're shady as hell, but yet they're not punishing Ben in any capacity for his various scripts. Because aside from the UFOs, he jobs like everything he's ever fought in this book. Yet the Beyond Corporation, aside from like these very vague threats of a nuclear option, have seemed very ambivalent about actually delivering any consequences. Like, you know, if, if you don't if you don't hit like a quota of X villains, um, then we'll I don't know, kill Janine or something or like we'll give we'll give we'll give Mary Jane cancer or something, like something like do something Lex Luthor tier like oh, threaten you know Ben or something. You know what's coming. Yeah, yeah but, but like at this point, like Ben Ben has failed in almost every fight he's had, and like there's no like this this is not reflective of corporatism at all. By now he would have been fired. 
Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Craig. What was your your cons? Oh no! Oh, again. Oh. Yep. The con is right. Craig's internet. Milo, gotta go. See everyone. His internet gave out too. There you are, Craig. You're back. You're moving. Adam says it's magic. We don't have to explain it. Uh, Vinkman says the hero of the book shouldn't be dumber than the audience. If we can figure out that the beyond is bad, so should Ben. So yeah. Intrinsically, I don't think that's the case. Like, if we know the mystery, and the and the main character doesn't, then that's then that's a, hang on uh, real quick. So- then it's okay. But like at this point, like we we as the reader, especially like next wave fans, know the Beyond Corporation is unambiguously bad. <laughs> but there but the subsequent failure to enforce any sort of like quota on Ben or, you know, actually do anything of note has kind of hampered the potential of this run. Okay. Greg, we got you. We don't. Okay. I am making a little uh, word document for everyone so I can keep track of what everybody's gr- giving these grades and also so I can do notes of what the hell these issues are called. Uh, so <laughs> I had the crawl space, the spelling game. Oh my gosh. This is like wheel of fortune. Uh, well, how do you, okay. Anyway, dun, dun, dun. wait, that's the answer with the stars. Shit. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got to get the issue previewed. Does wheel of fortune here. have a theme song. Uh, we yeah. will. Of fortune with your host, Pat Sajak. That's that's a chant, though. (laughs) All right. Who's got this one? I think it's Neil, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's me. Neil. Okay. Um, Uh, That says tripping balls to me, Kelly. (laughs) You can tell by the eyes of Spider-Man. I love these Art Adams covers, by the way. We mentioned earlier, but these covers are amazing. Um, Is Craig back? He's back. I'm here. Yeah. Okay, so um, ASM number 80, legacy number, is it 881? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's always an issue above for the legacy. Yeah, so written by Cody Ziegler, art by Michael Dowling, uh, and colors by Jesus Abertov and Eric Arseniega. So we don't have just one, but two colorists on this book. I'm going to, tr- I'm so triggered right now, I am going to snap. Um, Why? Why? What's wrong? Colors. It's oh. a colors joke, Brad. You make them all the time, so... Don't feel bad when I make one. Um, yep. Anyways, Ben is high as a kite. I want some of that. Like, Craven's head is on fire. Uh, he's got wings. Oh, my God. I really want some of what he's got right now. I needed to get through this entire storyline. Um, so, anyways. I got you. Let me let me pull a picture up. Well, that's trippy. Yeah. I get the Crawl Space logo out of there. Yeah. There's but, his head. Um, Looks like Ghost Rider with wings. But um, Craven is, for once in his life, not focusing on the last hunt. Um, instead, he is talking about Ben's great awakening. And Ben is uh, sinking into a tar building and instead says, I am Ben. I am Spider-Man. Uh, but instead, he reflects on how he's actually a shell. And Craven uh, has a bunch of Beyond Corporation imagery ready for his uh, Windows slideshow, ready to show Ben how he how he is not really Peter Parker, but in fact a hollow man. Um, that's actually a pretty cool image right there. No, yeah, these, that's Michael, pretty cool. It's Michael, it's Michael Dowling using like the Spider-Man PS4 uh, hallucinations to their greatest advantage. Uh, mm-hmm. So anyways, Ben uh, topples off of the building as uh, the suit is warning about him, warning him about the impact Okay, that's wrong. Okay, I'm, you're saying that you had the worst artwork you've ever. Seen. That's wrong. Nah. 
It's his opinion. He's welcome to it. Well, he's welcome to be wrong. Oh, Neil. Come on. Um, Keep going. But anyways, uh, Ben makes impact in a dumpster as Craven hovers over him and says, Listen well, Spider. I will make you whole again. Our trial soon begins. It's not the last hunt, but um, it's not the Grim Hunt, but it is the Beyond Corporation. Hunt's renewed, baby. Uh, meanwhile, at the Beyond Corporation, uh, Marcus is trying to figure out where Ben is, even though they have a tracker in his suit. Um, I guess that plot point's abandoned now. Um <laughs> But uh, he gets a call from Janine. Oh, no. who... He shut off the tracker, didn't he? Last issue. Not, yep, not... Yep. Oh, did he shut it off? In... No, no, I... he no. Didn't, he didn't shut it off uh, for this one because this is something that IT asked him to go on. Right. Yeah, because he turned because yeah, he because he went to visit because oh. he went to visit because he went to visit Peter at the hospital and then turned the suit back on and Marcus gave him hell for right. it. Right, right. So I'm just trying to figure out how the suit went offline. Did he just did it just take a hard enough impact that like it? Disabled maybe, whatever suit was in. Maybe the tranks. It, 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 reading the yeah. dialogue, it says they went dark about the same time as the explosion from last issue with Craven. Mm-hmm. So uh, this this yeah. suit has about as much protection as the spider armor from the Parker Industries era. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I think I think this suit I think this suit is just plot. It's plot point. It, <laughs> it is plot armor. Plot. It does. You know, Literally. If it doesn't. If it doesn't want to work, it's plot because armor. of plot. It's That's magic. pretty good. But anyways, uh, but anyways, Janine is fulfilling the role of Silver Age girlfriend once again and giving Marcus hell about where Ben is. Um, and I guess technicians are there just to make a joke about um, fiber optic cables being replaced. I don't, I, I don't get what the point of that joke was, but um, we'll go with it. Um, but Marcus is freaking out like he's he's getting mad at Janine, and he takes it out on by accident on Maxine Danger, um, who is saying, you know what, we're going to have words about this later, and I want answers. But uh, Ben wakes up in uh, hell, and he go- and he sees the light, and he goes to heaven, and he sees weird animal people. Um, oh a, turtle, a, a turtle, <laughs> a, 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 I guess a bird. Is it a vulture? Or it a looks buzzard? like Moon Knight. It looks buzzard. like a bird. It's, it's a buzzard. It's a, yeah, it's a buzzard. And a kang- is it a kangaroo or a horse? I thought it was a, a kangaroo. <laughs> Hold on. On the board, we have a kangaroo, a horse, and a pig. It looks, looks, looks like, like an art turtle. Bark. It looks like what an art bark, which is a common. Or, looks now like we a have a fourth animal. We have an art bark. We're all tripping. <laughs> I mean, to me, it just looks like the artist was watching Arthur. And I say, hey, hey, these drugs are hella powerful. Hey, hey. in the world? What? No, it's Bay yeah, Bay. Look at his hands. Look at his look at his hooves. He's a tortoise. Uh, he's tortoise. Oh my gosh. That's but anyways, um, turns out that these guys are uh, former Beyond or former Beyond Corporation workers. And Ben's like, I've been drugged, and the turtle goes, Hey, I got some drugs for that. You want some more? <laughs> so Ben yeah, takes some. That's the best solution. Let's take some more, Ben. <laughs> so oh anyways, uh, so anyways, Ben takes the drugs and suddenly gets a conspicuous case of the munchies, and then teleports to an oil rig. Things happened. What um, in the world? What this is? But, oh my god. But let's uh, go to ben, an oil rig. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But, but uh, Craven reappears out of nowhere and kicks the crap out of Ben. Uh, eventually, it ends with uh, Ben dragging j- dragging Craven down to the Acme Chemicals plant where the Joker originated from. <laughs> and uh, there's also Wiley Coyote down there too. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, was it Ace Chemicals? <laughs> yeah, is Ace Chemicals and Acme is Roadrunner. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, another fight scene. Uh, this looks like the train from the Black Panther third act, or the or the train ra- or the or the railway in the mine. But anyways, uh, Ben does a this is Sparta kick and kicks Craven in. But before his skin become bleached, uh, Craven and heroes himself and blows up the facility. Uh, meanwhile, uh, after a quick time skip, uh, Janine is on the rooftop trying to get Marcus. Yeah, Ben just appears out of nowhere. That panel is really weird. I'm going to be honest. Like, I like this issue, but that but that panel is really awkward and just yeah. really poorly choreographed. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ben Ben comes out of nowhere and says, hey, um, I got high. Janine, don't be mad at me, please. Um, In this instance, Janine is the reader. Ben, what the hell happened? Is what the, the caption literally says on that panel. <laughs> but uh, Mark Marcus arrives once again, violating his employees' privacy, and uh, takes Ben to medical and uh, talks. And and once he got once he gets Ben kind of settled in and ready to cool off, uh, he calls Jan- he calls Maxine and Janine kind of implies a nuclear option that they if they want to they can do a hard reboot on this uh little project they've got cooking up Mm -hmm. uh and then she hangs up and turns to their legal team who says hey so remember that kid from brooklyn who peter gave his explicit permission to be spider-man before ben yeah he's still around and he's in a bad turtleneck that steve jobs gave him i want you (laughs) we need to go take care of him he's in a bad turtleneck and wait you mean the ghost of steve jobs gave him Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Guys, the tracksuit mafia from Hawkeye gave him this really bad costume. We need Ben to go in and take care of him. <laughs> go Maxine. Oh my god. Maxine might be Maxine might be the best character in this entire book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Next the next guy, issue. The guy in the bed is. That's next, the best character. Next in the issue. Book. Trademarks. Legalese. Everyone's fa- everyone's favorite topics. <laughs> next issue Trademark on Amazing Law. Spider-Man. But wait, MCU credit scene. Uh, new colorist too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, what a shock! Um, so Aunt May goes to diner, where uh, she goes inside and sees an old flame, Doctor Otto Octavius, um, who sits down with flowers and uh, automatically. Kelly, Kelly's throwing a fit. She's muted. What's happening? And oh, May I'm not fr- even muted. I'm, oh, I thought I'm you're muted. Like you. No. I thought you were yelling at the screen. I'm like, no, what but is look, May, May goes into up. diner. Go back two panels. She goes to diner. Okay, let me see. Yeah, it diner. is. Let me see here. It's the Seinfeld diner. See? What's the deal Otto. with clones? But anyways, uh, Aunt May friend zones Otto right off the bat and says, hey, so I need a favor from you. You want a, you want a hand? You want to help me? And Otto says, I believe I can, but first, let me get into the costume that everybody actually likes me in instead of superior Spider-Man suit. Mm-hmm. Okay. To be continued in 80.bay. Okay, <laughs> let's go around the... This is 80, right? Okay. Uh, Neil, what's your grade? I give it a B. Uh, Kelly? Again, C+. Plus. A plus. I'm writing them down this time, so I don't have to catch up. Uh, Craig, what do you give this one? This gets a B. B. Tyler, what's your grade? This is an A from me. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ryan? I, I gave it a B-. Minus. B-? Minus. I give it a D. Um, Neil Crows. So I, I joked about it, but um, there's two things I really like. The first is Ben's weird acid trip that kind of hints at what's wrong with him and what's up with the Beyond Corporation because of the very specific Beyond Corporation imagery of the hollow face. 
Um, so I think if you remember uh, this very this also showed up in Peter's nightmare with Uncle Ben having yeah an ASM ASM an ASM seventy five so it's very good uh, I guess imagery continuity with the Beyond Corporation yeah um, the other one is that we finally have a Craven story after Last Hunt that isn't about Last Hunt um, we're finally telling Craven the Hunter stories that don't have to do with his best storyline which is refreshing. Well, this is Craven twenty-seven or whatever it is. No, but I'm but I'm right? saying but I'm yeah. saying that every story since Craven has come back as a character has been Correct. specifically uh, has been revolving around Craven's last hunt. So it's refreshing to a story that doesn't have anything to do even with subtext about last hunt. What we had with that uh, in um, where he went after the Valkyries, remember? Craven went after that, but he was yeah, he, he wasn't even really in the back even of the really there the though. He just, he jumped out to a pole. He was just he just stood there with a gun. That's all he did. He went to a pole with a gun. Is that what he did? No, he got hit in the head with a pole. Oh, pole! I thought you said he went out to a pool with a gun. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just. But like all he did in that story was just stand on a rooftop with a gun, looking menacing. That's not really doing something. That's just standing there menacingly. So your pro is the art. I think you said Neil. With yeah, the, Michael. Uh, the, yeah, Michael. Uh, any, the park. any other pros? Um. So, again, I do kind of – it's weird because I'm not a huge fan of, like, the legally stuff that I made fun of, but I kind of like the idea that the Beyond Corporation is kind of trying to imprint legality and, like, corp copyright into the superhero world. I think that in terms of a concept that is fascinating, mm -hmm. but it's going to end up really sloppily executed because none of the writers here know copyright law. <laughs> yeah. So it'll just come off as well. I was Spider-Man first, so I get to do it, and then they'll yeah. go, "Nah, we bought it from Parker Industries," and then they'll go, "Oh, you," and then Ben will grow a conscience out of nowhere, and then he'll suddenly grow a spine suddenly, and then it'll end with a nothing burger. So it won't be interesting at all. There will be no nuance to it. It'll just be Miles gets to be Spider-Man, and nothing will come of it later. Yeah. Uh, Neil gave it a B. The person who gave it the highest grade was Tyler. You love this thing. I really yeah, did. Tell me why you gave it an A. Well, I mean, first off, art's gorgeous. It uh, is. I mean, we sort of talked about this last issue. That doubles plate spread especially is so great. This but one, then, too, like, I thought was great. Yeah, and just just uh, throughout the issues, I think the art's fantastic. I, I really love the trippy stuff they do with, like, the, you know, magic mushrooms. Uh but just like Ben's melting, falling apart, and he's like seeing Craven as this like godlike figure in front of him. And this is even a, this, I, this isn't the artist who did this, but whoever did like the text bubbles and stuff. I love how Craven's like bubbles are like shifted, the perspective shifted on them. So mm, it's just to, I see that. Just, it's just to, to like give that uh, imagery of the, Ben's really tripping out. Even he can't even hear properly. And so, and but not only that. I love Ben's narration here. Just, no, I'm not Spider-Man. I'm not a man. I'm a shell. I'm a blank canvas, a rough sketch of, a, of greater men. And I, I, that's just really powerful to me because I know we've had our instances of ben, ben in the 90s being angsty about being a clone, which is fair. But I just think it's really – we haven't seen that for a long time, and I think it's really well done here. And so it, this, this issue is about Ben sort of coming to terms with the fact – that you know he he is a clone. He is he's a, a copy of someone else, and so uh, that's just something I really enjoyed throughout this, and also just seeing like beyond sort of getting more sinister uh, as we go on, and so it, it's just something I've really been enjoying. Like yeah. I, I don't have a lot of complaints for this issue, other than like we were said, I confuse why because they're like blame. It seems like they're blaming Ben for the suit thing, which it doesn't seem like it's his fault. 
this time. Yeah, it's kind of an R&D problem when your high-tech super suit is constantly failing. Yeah, but, yeah. but and, 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 and like you said, like I enjoy this as a Craven story because so far, every time Craven has popped up, people are like, oh, no, that's clone Craven. That's not real Craven. But I like that this issue doesn't do that. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, this is this is the new status quo. There's a new Craven. We don't have this to. Is, keep this is Craven. We don't have to keep bringing it up that it's a new Craven. Because I remember when he showed up in Deadpool book, they're like, "You're you're like the 87th Craven or whatever." And so, mm-hmm. but I appreciate that. Just like this is Craven. This is Craven now. Also, I, I I will go and acknowledge that Craven was a supporting character in Squirrel Girl. So I did forget that. <laughs> but I want to acknowledge that. But I but I but I will use technicality and say that every Spider-Man adjacent. Craven story or every Spider-Man story with Craven in it has focused around Last Hunt. Mm. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna win on a loophole. Uh, but, so yeah, I did I did like that this issue implied that drugs are awesome and we should all use them. <laughs> yeah, because you know if you're ever tripping, take some more drugs and it will solve your problem. <laughs> what in the world? Hey, Spider-Man, I'm a stranger, but here, take these drugs to help oh you with the trip God. that you're coming on. It helps you not be seasickness. Well, too, it's also, it's kind of like Alice in Wonderland a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. I, I like how well, Neil, Neil says drugs are awesome in this example of Ben having existential crisis. <laughs> yeah, but he's taking drugs to cope with it. Ben yeah. doesn't even put them in his hand. He takes the whole bottle and he shoves them in, in his face. In, fa- in fairness, Brad, it is established that it takes a lot of Tylenol for Peter. In Marvel Knights uh, number one, Peter takes half a bottle of Tylenol to wear off the pain of fighting the Green Goblin. Mm. So it is established yeah. that Peter has a remarkably high metabolism. Okay. He can oh, but- exceed eight pills a day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever it says on Tylenol that you're not supposed to exceed. Uh, any hangover uh, pills, though, it's fine. They're yeah, from the, the the last issue. So we talked to Tyler, who has the highest grade of all of us. Uh, Craig, you gave it a B. Uh, what did you like about it? Um, as others have said, I loved the art. I got uh, real Bill Sienkiewicz vibes from this. Not when he was inking Sal Buscema, but when he was doing like the Demon Bear stuff and the New Mutants way back in the 80s or 90s. Um, this isn't art that I would normally want in Spider-Man, but for Ben's yeah. uh, acid trip, it really worked for me. Um, I like the giant craven with the Dormammu head, flaming on, head on fire. Um, and once the drugs wears off, uh, Spider Ben easily defeats Craven in like a couple pages, as he should. Um, yeah. And and mm-hmm. I really like the last few pages, which set up the next issue, which we'll talk about. Uh, I'll talk about in a bit. Craven, yep. I've come to bargain. <laughs> 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 That's pretty true. That's pretty true. Um, any, uh, let's see, um, who else gave it a high grade? It wasn't me and Kelly. Uh, <laughs> Kelly and I were the lowest two. Uh, Ryan, you gave it a B minus. Let's hear out of you. Any other pros? Um, well, a lot of things, but one pro is I actually liked, uh, with Janine, um, a lot of the characterization between her and the way she's been basically, you know, how she's worked with Beyond Corporation. Like, hey, I ain't sitting being the girlfriend in the apartment here. What the hell is going on with my boyfriend? And where is he and where is it? Right. And, of course, when coming over. But, of course, as she said herself, too. But we've been kind of <laughs> seeing that with her since, you know, the beginning here about how that's really kind of draining here. And basically they're saying, well, don't worry, we're handling And she's like, yeah, right. Don't give me more of that crap. So, right. you know, she's not afraid to actually stand up to the Beyond Corporation people. Yeah. She's even yelling at the, the security guys or whatever. The yeah, yeah. I see you grabbing the rest of that nipple. Oh, oh. <laughs> are those the nipple guys? <laughs> sure. Yeah, they can oh be whatever you God. want with me. Yeah. Can you imagine? You you just cleaned up Morbius's nipple. Now you're getting yelled at by the redhead girlfriend. Like, these guys need to just quit. 
She's I hope these two guys become the key to taking down Beyond. Those two dudes. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Morbius' nipple is the plot point that this <laughs> whole entire high. series latches onto. <laughs> um, I, love, I love his line. I told you we should have left the cable. So I do, I actually do kind of like Oh, sorry. <laughs> More like a I, Karen. I, okay. No, Can she's I being completely reasonable, though. Yeah. No, really? she she's not being a Karen or being anything weird. She's the only one that has any sense in this entire thing. Yes, I'll give you that. They literally own her. Like they bought her yeah. from the jail. The private, yeah, the private the prison state. industry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is, she's their prisoner, but she's still willing to push back because she knows yeah. what's the worst can that can happen. They're going to send me back. Right. Even though they probably would kill her, but she doesn't care. She's gonna push back because she knows something's wrong. Honestly, mm-hmm. she's got more of a backbone and a spine than Ben does in this Give entire that. series. So yep, far. I absolutely agree. Agreed. I, I do like uh, Marcus and how he's like a constantly put upon middleman. Like, not only yeah. is Janine <laughs> pushing back on him, but his own boss is being an absolute ass to him. And then even Ben's like making his job harder. I feel so bad for him, yeah. but at the same time, he's a stooge for Beyond Corporation. So looks odds like are Mark- he's going to... What? It looks like Mark Ruffalo behind uh, him right there. <laughs> for- Actually, it does. <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> no, that's, a good, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Kelly, you got any pros? You and I were pretty low on the grades. Uh, you were I, mean, and... I I agree. I love the art. Um, I do like the bits and pieces where like we finally get some good Ben characterization. Yeah. Um again, I think at this point you're probably gonna see B minuses to C pluses out of me on um, most of this until oh. something actually like happens that I am enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um also in general I don't need to ever be reminded that May had a thing with uh, Otto Octavius. Um, I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I feel I feel like somebody heard me say how traumatized I was by anything with Otto Octavius. Audio Octavius. Audio Octavius. I said Otto. I meant, uh, but audio. Uh, yeah. So Otto. Yes, I just. Yeah. I just. I like. I literally feel like literally somebody was like, "What it." What is so disgusting and gross that we can like bring back just to like piss Kelly off? And that (laughs) that is it. Well, I do uh, like that May just friend zones him like right off the bat. Like he brought flowers and she's just like she's just like, get out of here. I just want I just want your brain. Uh, yeah, you, I'm, you I'm, I'm see, excited to see Kelly's review of the next issue now. Oh yeah, you do see wait. May lean in to say that uh, can you can you I need a sp- very specific heat when you see Otto sweating. Uh, oh, horny yeah. sweats. Yeah. <sighs> no, nice Adam, we do not want name. audio uh, auto and May together. That would be oh, disgusting. Yeah, no. that'd be nasty. Uh, any other con? Well, that was pros out of Kelly. Uh, I should cons yet. <laughs> Neil cons. Well, well, no, I was gonna say with um Ant- with Ant Man auto. I showed you my science. Now show me yours. No. Okay. Growing up mentally. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but um, there, there, I do have some cons. Um, there's oh, some really okay. weird pacing. Like Ben just takes the dr- just mm. takes the drugs and then just winds up on the oil rig somehow. Like they never Wait, what like. What the hell? What is that? that was like so I, get, I get, I I get like there's like you know, um, drug drug pacing is what we'll call it when Ben's <laughs> loosening and he's just suddenly there. Yeah. Um, but it just 
in terms of like the jump from the page just makes no sense and then like out of nowhere it's just you know on the page where janine's trying to call marcus again and ben it just does a close-up of ben like that's a really weird page composition mm-hmm. it should have just had like it, it, it normally would have had like an epic um like you know guess who's alive and it shows like ben like pulling off his mask because he's on the windowsill or some or on the balcony or something but instead yeah. it just there's a close-up of his face and he goes hey guess what i'm back <laughs> yeah it's really what? awkward well, maybe it was intentional. I, it, you think there's more than one Ben? What? Yeah. Oh God, we're not doing the Craven eighty-seven again, are we? I mean, what? What? What if there's more than one Ben out there? No, they don't know about each other. No, no. Like uh, we're not getting a clone clone saga. <laughs> Lord knows we've had. Mary says I'd rather have Ock May flirtation than Stark and May. Okay, this is true. Kelly, what do you think? Stark May or Ock May? Which is worse? Uh, I don't. Uh, Ak is disgusting to me. Like, I, I to do with Superior Spider-Man, but like, yeah. at least like, okay, look, like if Tony got with Aunt May, like, I, I'm not talking about comic books, six one six. I'm not talking about anything mm. with the MCU. I would be like, good for her. So she married up. Yeah. What about Happy May? Happy May. Oh, that's again hard. no MCU. Like I'm not talking about okay. the MCU. Yeah. Okay. In fact, honestly, like after this, after No Way Home, I don't want to hear anything about MCU for a long while. I'm burned Ooh, out. Ooh, it's going. Uh... It's going. But um, I have I have another con. Um, okay, go ahead. It's like this. It again. We have a yet another giant red flag. Like at this point, Ben is literally just seeing red at this point because the flag is pressed up against his face. And yet he is still not like concerned at all about the Beyond Corporation. Like he just goes back and doesn't. And like when he's talking to Gene, he doesn't like express any like hints of worry or anything. Like considering that he saw his giant hollowed out face in an acid trip. <clears throat> but like again, like Kelly said, we're we're back in the uh, Ben is being obtuse intentionally meme, yeah. and it's getting. And at this point, like I could forgive it for the first two arcs but at this point it's getting a bit too heavy-handed for ben not to notice i mean how many times during peter's history has he like been sick or something and he's been high he's hit it from from people i mean back in web of life or web of death he found out he was dying and he wouldn't tell mj Hmm. so isn't that par for the course for peter yeah, uh, he, he hides. Oh, but, yeah. well, but, but at this point, I think Ben. I, I think at this point, we fairly established that Ben is a separate character from Peter. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, even even ignoring like that, he won't. That he doesn't like pull Gina aside and talk to her. Like even internally, like even when he's with Marcus, he doesn't express like any hesitation at all to go to the Beyond Corporation for help. Yeah. Uh, who haven't we heard from for cons? Who else has something we haven't mentioned before? Um, Anybody? I'm not sure why Craven seems so offended. The fact that Spider-Ben is working for a corporation, mm-hmm. it really seems like he's like, this is like the greatest possible affront that any man, any superhero could ever do. And he just, I mean, I, so I get, I get, Cra- I get Craven's yeah. motivation, <laughs> but I don't know why Craven cares. Uh, I guess because he's, he's man of the wilds, you know, nature, yeah, like he, he I, think, I think he probably corporation. That's, mm. I don't um, think it's too out na- there. Nature versus corporate. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess I could see that. Huh. Okay. Like, like, Sp- like Spider-Man is inherently a force of, I guess, a force of nature, as it were. And so him siding with a corporation is an anth- antithetical to the nature of both him and Craven. And so Craven views that, I guess, as a pollution of the hunt. 
there it is. There's the Christmas music you all are talking about. I heard yeah. it. <laughs> Somebody oh, got okay. Christmas music. Turn off a Christmas carol. Yeah. 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 Christmas like Christmas carol carol in the I didn't Carolers. figure it out. We could... <laughs> oh, oh, that's what you were talking about in the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tyler thought it was something playing on a computer, and Tyler was like, I hear it, and then I'm like, I can't hear anything. And then it's... <laughs> <laughs> and I've been hearing it for like 20 minutes. Like, I need a door over there. <laughs> I need a door. Get them out of door. It won't, it won't mute me, but it will mute them. <laughs> Get the door. Okay. Lord, where were we? Any other cons besides a Christmas carol? <laughs> I Humbug. Oh, my God. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> he moved the dog door. That that'll, that'll, that'll that won't stop the yeah. sound out. Oh, oh, yeah. he's yelling. That, door, that door yelling. Is full oh, no. Holes. The man's... Oh, oh, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now he's muted. Now I think oh, he's no. snorting. He's dead. Okay. <laughs> the, the dog baby gate won't stop sound, sir. There's I don't think it will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pull your mic down. You're muted. Oh, I, I, I thought I wasn't muted. I thought... I, I thought I was I thought I was unmuted. You were hearing everything. No, oh, was wait, muted. Don't the worry. visuals alone were hysterical. It's great. Uh, <laughs> all right, can this we thing will on? this thing will defy reality. It will it will stop the sound. Yeah, I don't think so. I but. think Neil is tripping like Craven. Okay, uh, <laughs> I wish. Let's yeah. move on to more May on action that Kelly loves. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, you got this one, man. Does he? Okay. No, no, no. Tyler does not. I'm sorry. Craig got this one. I apologize. Yeah, I was, I was not prepared, but I'm like, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> I love, I love Otto's Sigma male energy right there behind May. Oh God. They're like, eh, no. I don't care. I'll be on the car. Very, very uh, Sopranos. Yeah. Oh, all right. Take me through it, Craig. All right. So Amazing Spider-Man 80.bay, which I guess is 881.bay. <laughs> this numbering makes no sense. Um, written by Cody Ziegler. Art by. <laughs> Ivan Fiorelli with Carlos Gomez and Paco Medina. Uh, it's a beautiful Mark Bagley cover. Um, yeah. I'll give you uh, that. The hottest couple in Mar comics is back together. Uh, oh, God. Marvel, that I don't like. Marvel, I know what you're going for, but just don't. Stop it. Um, the credits page, we finally get uh, Peter Parker listed in the, uh, the the blurb at the top with the origin recap instead of Ben Riley, which I have, which I thought was very nice since Ben does not appear in this issue at all. Um Yay. There's no title. For, there's no title for this issue, but uh, I read this as a romantic comedy with Otto and May wandering around New York. So I thought maybe it was uh, while it's like Peter Home was, Alone too. While Peter was sleeping, uh, Otto and May's Infinite Playlist, or May in Manhattan, maybe. Uh, May in Manhattan. Okay. Okay. When Brad, he said it was a romantic comedy. Home Alone Two is not a romantic comedy. No, he said lost. <laughs> no, he said like they're lost in New York is what I think he said, and that made me think of. Home I don't, around I don't know. McCulkey Cock and Donald Trump had some real chemistry there for a second. <laughs> what did you call that actor's name? What did you say? What did you just macaque and cookin? Like two can <laughs> It was lost in the how much sound did I lose in the oh, oh, I don't God. know, but you effed that name up so bad it was <laughs> yeah. the Macaque air currents through your door are affecting your sound deal, I think. Macaque and cookin. Macaque and cookin. <laughs> at times like these I just want to die. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Craig, we aren't All even right. on the first page. We're right, not even on page one. All right, uh, and I'll just say, I'll just right now, I'll <laughs> Kelly. I'm very sorry for this. Um, so Aunt May is in the hospital, but sitting by Peter's bedside. Uh, yep. I like the multiple panels uh, while she and Peter stay just uh, motionless while uh, the people and the light changes. It reminded me of Peter by Gwen's grave at the end of ASM two, with the seasons mm-hmm. passing to indicate time changing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Aunt May tells Peter that she wants him to forgive her for what she's about to do, uh, which is to go and meet Otto, who is trying to be very charming by giving her a brooch. Uh, he says this; fo- he has photographic evidence uh, when he hands this to her, which made me think, is this a hidden camera of some kind? I uh, don't know. We'll see if that anything comes from that. Slightly um, uh, uh, Norman Bates, if it is a hidden yeah. camera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I did I did laugh when May thinks that Otto has awful taste in haircuts. Um, spoiler alert: the Otto and May relationship, relationship in this comic is a giant pro for me. Um, Otto is trying to be very suave, but May shuts him down by saying, "Let's go get to work." Um, Otto has uh, an iPad, uh, which he uses to collect field samples of the radiation that's affected Peter. Uh, he calls it superior because he's Doc Ock and it's now its catchphrase and he's mm-hmm. legally obligated to say superior multiple times every time he appears. Yeah. Yep. Uh, May is very open with back talking to Otto here. She's like, that was going to be my second guess. And who would ever do something like that, Otto? Um, she in no way tries to hide her displeasure in him, which I really liked. Um she finds some clothing left behind by the UFOs, which Otto scans. Uh, May takes this opportunity to gently put her hand over Otto's, which causes Otto to have a reaction that most teenage boys can relate to like the first time uh, a girl touches them. Uh, in my opinion, May knows exactly what she's doing here. Um, uh, uh, you can tell by the she, eyes. His reaction um, like, oh my God, she's touching me. She's touching me. <laughs> It's ironic Aunt May is all hands when yeah. okay. touching a doc eye. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One, I do want to say good on her for yeah. using her ex for the greater good. Oh, yeah. I got you. Yeah. But yeah, she, that is also, all her. Yeah. also, all of what you just said can be taken way out of context. And Brad did not help about the all hands comment. <laughs> so great. Oh, there's Wonderful. there's plenty of uh, out of context. Putting booze in my trunk now. Here. <laughs> You're gonna get remember this baby from satellites. Remember, yeah. remember this baby from satellites. It's going in the drink. Let's go, boys. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, oh, so far back. Uh, so, all right. So Otto and May go back to one of his safe houses. He oh offers her. He offers her some wine as he's trying to doing his best to impress her with the layout and his uh, taste. That's uh, a I Marvel some, pickup line. Hey, you want to go back to my safe house? <laughs> yeah, I, I I got some real Glenn Quagmire vibes uh, from from this uh, introduction here. Um, uh. May says, "I called my octopus themed evil genius ex to dig around at a college at night. You think I'm not ready to get weird, Otto?" Um, which oh. I mean, it may said that line, folks. Um, Where, what, 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 uh, what panel is that in? Because I, I want to talk about that. Where's the weird line? Phrasing. <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, Kelly, yeah, yeah, yeah. you say first or second page. Yeah, yeah, Kelly, you ready s- to get weird, Otto? Kelly, you say phrasing. I say Ziggler plan for this all along. Oh so yeah, when, I, yeah. Go ahead, Kelly. Um, no, I'm I'm agreeing with Neil. When I read that. Uh, instantly took me out of it. That is not Aunt May's voice, is it? This is not it the is, Aunt May from like the joke. 60s, 70s, 80s. 
probably ninety. This is ultimate Ant May. Yeah. This is this that is not Ant May's voice. I gotta oh, say, Otto Otto has a sweet gamer rig though. <laughs> okay, so here's my thing. I think that Aunt May is willing to do whatever it takes yeah. oh, to yeah. uh, get Peter back and get Peter healthy. So she's gonna be willing to do this, and I think she also knows how to talk to Otto. At least this is how I've kind of internalized this. She's playing. She's playing him. She's playing the long game. And so whatever she can do to kind of breadcrumb him a little bit to get him to keep at it is what she's going to do because I don't think she trusts him. Oh, yeah. Uh, But but the issue is, is like, there's also, I think Ziggler is taking as many shots as he can into more like, it's for more comedic effect. Mm -hmm. But like you said, like the way you're interpreting it is sounding off character versus like, it's kind of funny. Where it's like every he's meaning it kind of like funny, like it's almost as if like it's the Into the Spider Verse kind of May jokes. This is still Aunt May to me, like it's, yeah, because she is a very savvy woman. Like she's not, she has never been a victim. She has never been frail or fragile. She has True. had health problems, you know. Of course, you know she's and when we see her in Peter's eyes, she is like this she's put on this pedestal because it's it's his mom essentially i'm just saying um, that that i agree with your your analysis of she isn't. she is very yeah. after she's going to protect her boy and yeah. do whatever she can to protect her boy that doesn't excuse her talking like a 20 year old i mean but the, okay, the but voice what is the different what is the difference between a 20 year old and well like, i mean I think that, what right now she's supposed to be like 50 60 I don't see where like there's a difference in how people talk. It's not like she's sitting there hiding in a room. She's not. She's no longer like the lady that was born in the 1910s. She's, yeah, you know, she is. Well, uh, you know, like at this point, I think she'd be what if she was in her 60s? She'd be born in the 50s, like late 50s. There's just another. When I was reading this, there was that example when I read it, and there's another example. I can't remember it at the moment. But it felt very, very anti Aunt May's speech patterns for me, and it it seemed a little too hip for that old woman, is what I when I read. I it. think I think Aunt May can get it, and I think she's hip. So <laughs> I mean, in that my wasn't opinion, the worst being, part for me. No, yeah. <laughs> fluctuating all over the place. Okay. Yeah, Craig, I'm sorry. I got I got ticked off of that line when I read it, but go ahead, man. Yeah. No worries. And uh, just to follow up on what Kelly said, I think this is an Aunt May that knows exactly who Otto is. She is not deluded into thinking that he's a good person or that she can change him. She knows that he is a dangerous supervillain, but she knows that uh, he is someone that can help uh, Peter. So she knows that she's going into this eyes wide open um, into this Mm -hmm. situation. Um, So uh, Otto tells May that he will help her, but he'll do whatever he has to to protect her and himself. Um, here's some more of that dialogue. I don't need some big, strong man to come sweep me up in his arms the second things get dicey. And Otto says, what about a man with eight arms? Um, this feels like Ziggler had just watched Cheers or Moonlighting when he wrote this dialogue, is what I had in my notes. Uh, Otto says that there's a rare air pollutant found only in the industrial district. Uh, I did laugh uh, at the screen. There it is, where it says test done in giant letters filling the entire screen. That's a trope in movies and TV. That uh, that always makes me laugh because uh, uh, I, that, real computers don't don't act like that. Science um, science means testing is never done. Exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, so Otto reveals a hidden room where he puts on his outfit, um, which, and maybe this is recent developments, not in Amazing Spider-Man, but uh, are Otto's arms, uh, metal, tentacles now removable? Did he just yeah, put them on now? Th- oh, man. I, th- yeah, I, think, I think they retconned it a while back that, like, they... Yeah, I, th- I think a while back they retconned, or not retconned it, but, like, he upgraded them to be removable. Okay. I mean, for a long time they were like fused to him, and there have been times when Peter Spidey has ripped them. Also, off it's a new. Him. Also, it's but, a new body. So yes, that's why I was wondering part of the superior octopus or whatever <clears throat> happened to him in, but from Kindred or whatever. So uh, I just I, I was just wondering, oh, were his metal arms under his jacket all the previous uh, pages? But I'm assuming not. Um, so Otto and May are quipping back and forth all all the time here. There's plenty of double entendres, too many to uh, uh, again. Yeah, and right there you can see the one eye showing up. Uh, that's done quite a few times, and uh, uh, when we we see Otto sometimes, and it's it's very. Res- I don't know why it, it reminded me of like the Ditko where it would show half of Spidey's face with Peter mm-hmm. and half of the Spider-Man mask. Um, yeah. So Otto may arrive at the location of the pollutant. Um, Otto thinks it's a criminal organization uh, and may says it's an apartment building. Chill out, Otto. Um, uh, Otto's definitely trying to impress may here by saying they should burst in and take what they want. But may says, Hey, let's choose a software approach. So she buzzes uh, one of the buttons and uh, Eric uh, answers and she goes into her. I'm a sweet old woman act and uh, tries to talk her way into the building. Uh, Otto doesn't have time for this and yells enough of your games, Eric, uh, which made me laugh. Um, it sounded like he was going to say, finish him. Um, <laughs> may apologizes for my husband. Um, and because this is a Marvel comic, Eric lets this strange couple into the building in the middle of the night because May reminds him of his mom. If this were the real world, Eric would probably be killed five minutes after doing this, I thought. By Ock, uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. I've probably watched too much Law and Order uh, at this point. Um, <laughs> so Eric shows Otto and May to... Sorry, Eric shows Otto and May to the apartment. He says one of them was named Simon, so Otto immediately deduces that this is the UFOs. Um, it's low-hanging fruit, but I did smile when Eric called them the Yoo-Hoo's. Um, in some ways, I'm a simple man. The U-2's. <laughs> the Yoo-Hoo's, um, it says. No, I'm, keep... I'm, doing a, I'm doing a follow-up joke, Brad. Yeah, oh, sorry. Trying to make a joke. Just yeah. pity him. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Tyler. Turn. Right for the no, don't, don't pity me, little man. It's all, it's, it's all I grow. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Gross. Uh, Otto keeps Eric busy while May scans the apartment with the iPad. And I thought that this should have they should have reversed these roles since we already saw that May has the right touch when talking to Eric and Otto is better at the science, but uh, mm. whatever. Uh, Eric says that it wasn't the police showing up, but it was a group called Infinite Solutions. And I couldn't remember if this was the first time they've that group's been mentioned, at least in this comic. Um they cleaned up the apartment pro boner. Again, more low-hanging fruit, but that <laughs> did make me laugh. Uh, uh, May tells Otto that she's found something, uh, a byproduct of X-rays radiation, uh, and Otto says we need a larger quantity of it uh, to help Peter. So May takes something, some device out of her purse, but can't get it to work. Uh, then in one of Otto's creepiest moves so far this issue, he gets behind May and puts his arm around her to adjust Kelly, look away. I'm sorry, Kelly. Um, and in my notes, I put any guy that's been on a date with a girl and gets really close to her to show her how to do something like play pool will recognize exactly what Otto is trying to do oh. here. Yeah, Kelly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry, Kelly. Oh, and then... Is the word balloon coming out of her or him with the it's turned on? It's yes, turned on. It's May. I, I'm telling it's you, May. The, all May. Oh, God. the double entendres are flying in this issue. Oh. Um, 
<laughs> I love the I love the follow up panel though, where that guy just goes, "I'm gonna give you your business yes. card. Will you guys do this anywhere else?" <laughs> Literally anyone else. Yeah. I said in my notes, I said Eric is speaking for all the readers when he says this. Oh, um, here, here's Eric. See, for for this bit, I would turn my hat around so I could <laughs> actually shield my eyes, but you guys are gonna make fun of what it says on on the front of it. It can't be anything worse than in the, in the first Beyond issues. No, 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 it's just it's very oh. very. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It very much matches Ziggler's writing right now. I did not expect that. <laughs> oh. There's no context for why you have that hat, but yeah, I'm glad it happened no nonetheless. Brad, can you make that the uh, the thumbnail for this YouTube video, <laughs> Kelly and the Daddy Hat? Oh, Kelly just looking at this image is the thumbnail. <laughs> with, with the sunglasses. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I really want to hey, know why she I've got that. a hat that says Mommy. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Your son called me Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Oh, my God. Just doesn't work the same. We're not even one third through OMG, this issue. Kelly, you win the podcast with that hat. <laughs> Kelly puts on the Jackie O glasses and yeah. Venkman's O deering it. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly needs to be holding a martini shots. glass up in her. In her yeah, her it's baby. like I'm trying to high five her on that one right there. It's oh, like wow. right there. Yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. Good job, Kelly. There you are. I think I just hit Craig in the head. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and I fall out of frame. Um, so Otto says there is enough of a sample to collect, and maybe they should go see this cleaning company. Um, so he tells her that infinite solutions hold superpowered individuals awaiting trial or transfer to prison. So of course it's located in the middle of the city. Um, May tells Otto that he makes quite the partner and makes her miss the old days, which causes Otto to gulp and say in probably a squeaky voice, teen voice, we're here. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Otto and May enter infinite solutions. She tells him that she's going to be doing the talking. So again, she does her uh, sweet old uh, lady voice. Uh, she tells the guard on duty that her grand their grandson is being held here. And Otto uh, says that they brought him cookies, bake with love, lots of love. And in my notes, I wrote, I love undercover Otto. Um, <laughs> just looking off to the side really awkwardly like yeah I'm really trying man yeah he's like okay May I will do this but I am this is as much as I'm gonna uh, focus listen I, listen, listen May I simp but I have reasons <laughs> I have, but I have boundaries here yeah. just like me Wait, does, I, I does Otto have boundaries because I don't think he does no. uh, definitely not uh, well, he has limits to how hard he'll try though just like me yeah uh, but sure. Bazak doesn't work on this guard who tells her that visits are by appointment only. Uh, they go outside and Otto tells May, we're doing things by way now. Uh, so he wraps her up in a tentacle and they climb the building in what I assume is an homage to Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's totally Spider-Man 2. Oops, yeah. Butterfingers. <laughs> can, okay, just, just to put in perspective, can you take the Spider-Man 2 scene and envision Rosemary Harris flirting with Doc Ock? Can you Im visually imagine that? It makes me want to throw up. It's disgusting. Well, she hits him with the umbrella, and I, I, I know, like in grade school, they say you always hit the people that you really secretly oh, like. So, sorry, Brad. Um, no one actually says that. That's just help, helping form gaslighters and oh, uh, abusers. Mm, just saying, don't, don't, don't ever this. believe it. Yeah. If someone true. hits you. It's, it's wrong. Period. It's it very is not true. Cool. The girl hit me when I was in grade one, and I'd like to think that she liked me. 
Um, <laughs> I'm sorry she, to um, say no. She, uh, hated, she hated you. <laughs> yeah. It's changed my whole focus on life now. Uh, <laughs> May says that if he drops her, she'll come back as a ghost and haunt him. Otto says, I'm a scientist, May, which made me think of Peter Venkman and Ghostbusters. That's a shout out to Venkman if he's here. Um, he says, I don't believe in ghosts. Well, mostly. And I'm hoping that was a reference to the Conway run where Doc Ock fought the ghost of Hammerhead. Do you, this is another thing. I I I was taken aback with that little line out of May too. I don't think that didn't read like her. Just personally, I don't think she's that funny. But anyway, I don't. I think May saying that I if if I fall and I will come back and haunt you. I don't know. She's that's basically I, she's trying to threaten him. It, I know, I but know it didn't read like personally for me. Uh, that didn't sound like Aunt May's voice. I kind of agree with that. I don't think I'm seventeen. <laughs> Neil, don't get distracted with the comments that aren't on the screen. Tyler's talking. Go, man. Go. So, I, I'll say, I'll say, like, I kind of understand, like, the, the fact that it's so hard doesn't seem like something like an old, old woman would say. Like, yes, it, it, it's not her voice, man. It's just not her voice for me. But all right. Uh, so Otto tells me that they have to collect samples from both X-ray and vapor. Uh, the scanner says that they're in two different directions, so we know that they're probably going to have to split up. Uh, Otto calls them targets, but May says, Otto, these are people. They have names. Again, a good May is, uh, uh, sees the good in everyone here. Um, Otto and May dodge some guards. Uh, they see this inside workout yard where X-ray is just lifting some weights. Um, May says that there's lots of people here, and Otto is about to come up with a, his new plan, but they're spotted by a guard whom Otto knocks out, which alerts everyone. Uh, Otto tells May to go take the key card and go find Vapor and meet him at the security, security room. Uh, May tells Otto to be careful because she wants to be able to thank him properly after we finish all of this. Oh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> again, uh, May is basically, May is knows exactly what she has to say to get Otto to do what she wants here. Uh, and Otto, knowing exactly what May is implying, puts maximum effort into taking out the guards and prisoners. Mm-hmm. Um, X-Ray tells the guard, Harry, to turn off the power dampener so he can defeat Doc Ock. Uh, I like that they mentioned power dampeners because I wasn't sure if they were in effect because like, X-Ray seems to be fully powered up when he's lifting weights and they're wondering why why are they letting supervillains super be all powerful inside this prison. Uh, Harry does turn off the power dampeners uh, which is bad news for Harry because X-Ray shoots a blast at Doc Ock but this blast hits Harry. Uh, I'm not sure if this was intentional or not. Um... Otto knocks X-Ray against the wall so hard one of his shoes actually falls off. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Shoots, I, yeah I see it. Let, me, let me pull it up. I didn't notice that when I wrote it. Look at those shoes fly. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if they're flip-flops or prison-issued uh, uh, Crocs. sandals. <laughs> they're, they're Crocs. Yeah, so good. good. <laughs> he, he shouldn't be wearing them anyway. Uh, Otto, sh- <laughs> uh, Otto shoots X-Ray with blasts from his tentacles. And in my notes, I said, have his tentacles always been able to do this? Is this something recently uh, in the Superior Octopus title or this one, something? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, like He doesn't say, oh, I've upgraded my arms to be able to do this, but uh, who knows? Um, he asks X-Ray what his connection is to Infinite Solutions, and he bas- X-Ray basically gives him the, a recap of how they were fought the Hulk recently. They broke mm-hmm. out, and they got a job. That's where we saw <laughs> them fight Peter and Ben. Uh, X-Ray Here we go. Sp- a- real quick, Adam says Ock versus Crocs. Versus Crocs yeah. There, I like that. That's nice. No matter who wins. Dawn of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, X-Ray speaks for all of Marvel when he says that Spider-Man 2.0 had some of the best tech I've ever seen and was superior in every way. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, and meanwhile, Marvel is paying uh, X-Ray some uh, cash uh, uh, under the table there for getting him to say that line. Yeah. Uh, Otto is personally offended that X-Ray is using his catchphrase there and says, what would you know of superiority? And just flings him straight up into the air, saying, I stand superior above all. Um <laughs> He knocks X-Ray out and then collects a sample by what looks like just slicing into his chest. Uh, I don't know exactly what you know, he's doing there with to get that sample. But uh, <laughs> finally, all the other guards show up in my notes. And it says, where were these guards all of this time? Uh, and they tell Otto to put all of his arms into the air. Spoiler alert, this does not go well for these guards. Um, meanwhile, May finds Vapor in her cell. Um she calls May grandma and May says, I'm the only old bat with enough energy to still hang past sundown, which now I know that uh, Brad probably hates the fact that May is saying hang. Um, so where, May, well, let me oh, see. Well, yeah. let me see where she says. It. Um, yeah, there it's, you go. Yeah. It's where she calls it's, her grandma yeah, and second, says, uh, you're out. The late, second panel grandma. on that page. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. That seems like a hip out of character made to me, but you know, <laughs> May is just trying to re, uh, to relate to the young folks here. I think uh, uh, so. She tells Vapor, who says my name is Anne, uh, about Peter, and she shows her a picture of him on her phone. Uh, and she says, "Look, my poor nephew is 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 sick. I need your help to help uh, to 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 fix him." Um, uh, May treats Anne like an actual person here by asking for her for help to save Peter. Um, so May unlocks Anne's cell and asks if she can take a sample. Uh, Anne is impressed by May, as are all the readers I put, uh, and agrees. Uh, so May gets her sample, thanks Anne, and leaves, relocking Anne in her cell. And in my notes, I'm like, why didn't Anne allow May to lock her back in the cell? And yes. doesn't, why doesn't she try to escape here? Uh, yes. maybe, maybe she thought 100%. she'd be letting May down. Yeah, um, you don't yeah. want to old lady. Yeah, but, if if, but, if she could have reached in like through that little hole where she passes her, her yes, phone and said, "Here, let me take the sample that way." Uh, the fact that May just opens the door before Anne even says, "Yes, makes I'll help no you. sense." Yeah, I mean, what I have to it, just knock out Anne and just escape. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with the hand through the arm. Just give me your hand, and there you got the sample. Opening the I whole door. I, I assume that was meant to be a show of good faith. Yeah, I I again. <laughs> I had problems with it. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we see the exact opposite approach with Otto taking out all the guards, threatening some guy in a suit who I assume is the warden. And I noticed that, if, Brad, if you could put that panel back up again, that yeah. one of the knocked out guards on the left looks suspiciously like J. Jonah Jameson, I thought. <laughs> he does. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like what so Binkman gives me a shot. He says, May adapts to Zoomer talk better than Brad. <laughs> uh, there you go. It's true. It's yeah. true. Uh, so Otto is searching through the computers to try and find out Infinite Solution secrets. Uh, he finds something that enrages him. Uh, and he mentions, uh, do you know who you're working for? What they stole from me? Uh, I didn't read and in my notes. I didn't know if this was following up on something from like previous Superior Octopus stuff or if this was something brand new. Uh, but it sounds like Otto is going to be involved in the Beyond Corporation, uh, apart from just helping uh, May and Peter here. Um, so he's got a reason to go after Beyond as well. Uh, Otto's about to skin the guy alive, but May shows up and tells him to let him go. Uh, Otto apologizes, but says, this is the man I've always been. Um, 
May's disgusted with Otto and hands him back the, the Omni sensor, saying she wants nothing to do with him or his help. So basically, she went through all of this and just now it says, uh, now that we've collected the samples, uh, yeah, forget it. I don't want your help to, to save my nephew's life. Um, and in a conversation that reminded me of the final Peter Otto conversation in the PS4 game, May says that she was a fool to think that Otto could change. And Otto says that he was given a power and it's his duty to use it. Uh, May leaves telling Otto that he has used that power irresponsibly and that she won't be seeing him ever again. Uh, cue the next issue when May probably sees Otto. Um, and <laughs> Otto in... And Otto in that final panel looks like the image of the sad Charlie Brown looking down with the music playing like. Da, 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 da. Here, I got you. Yeah, uh, yeah, he looks really uh, depressed in that panel. Instead of the little redhead girl, the little white-headed girl. <laughs> <laughs> like he's looking he's like, oh man, oh, we did wah, all this wah, and Bay's leaving. Wah, wah. I've been used. Yeah. So uh, we cut back to May's apartment probably the next day, and we see a cat. And then my note says, "Wait, does May have a cat?" Or is this just some neighborhood cat? Uh, I need to know this. Yeah, who who is? When did Aunt May get a cat? Yeah, yeah where was that? Was cat? that made no sense. <laughs> I really hope May has a cat, but she, if so, she then can I have need a to life. Know. She yeah. can have pets that we don't know about. <laughs> it's not. I, I hope that book. she does. This, she's not the main character. This isn't the amazing May. No, maybe maybe is she borrowing? Is she is she Just walked and she put a collar on it. I don't know. Yeah. No, she's she's borrowing the cat from the neighbor. <laughs> just like yeah, hey guy. That works I'm... too. Yeah. She has a dog. Its name is Lion. That's what it should be. Why why a cat? Anyway. Why not? Why anyway, not? I really I hope that do you she hate does have cats, a cat. Brad? I do. I don't like cats. <laughs> I can't stand. Uh, they are noble creatures. Kitty, 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 kitty. Where are you? Come on, come on. Sorry. Oh, yeah. All right, sorry. Not a cat guy at all. All right. Uh, so May is thinking that she's going to need a miracle to save Peter. Cue the phone call from Dr. Burdick, who says he received an anonymous delivery of information detailing Peter's condition and how to solve it. And like any professional doctor, he accepts any treatment suggestions from anonymous <laughs> sources and immediately uses them on the patient. <laughs> Well, you know, you see all these commercials on television. Yeah. Ask your doctor if you can are healthy enough for blah 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 and all this. Like maybe side this effects the... include, and there's like fifty thousand. Yeah, right. Have yeah. you has anyone ever asked their doctor? I saw this commercial during nightly news, and blah blah blah. No, I just <laughs> no. think that's so dumb. Uh, People so do that, though. Yes, they must because yeah, they, they advertise do. to do it. <laughs> they spend ten billion dollars a year to do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Adam good. says you must have you have to buy that black cat Aunt May one shot to see where the cat came from. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy I'll buy the MJ black cat one shot. I'm not going to buy the Aunt May black cat one though. Can you imagine Aunt May as drawn by J. Scott Campbell and Black Cat on the other side? <laughs> How many interactions have Aunt May and Black Cat have? have they had they had just in the uh, symbiote uh, miniseries Peter David wrote. That was a yeah. fun one when they. Yeah, were... but those don't count because those are untold yeah, tales. Those yeah. never make sense. <laughs> Yeah, I I know in the game that uh, Peter goes to talk to goes to talk to Aunt May and she says, "Are you back with the re uh, the rebound girl, the older one?" And he says, "Oh, Felicia," which made me think, "Oh wow, Aunt May met Felicia in this game." <laughs> in, the, in the background, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, May instantly realizes that this is Otto, uh, and she acknowledges that he did the right thing. Uh, so she shows up at the hospital. She enters Peter's room, and she finds that Peter is awake and up on his feet. The coma is over. And Aunt uh, May cusses. I'll be damned. Damned. Uh, it, they so have a hug, and it's, it's very nice. 
Sick so I got a question real quick. Um, yeah. The solicit for, I think, 82 says that Peter can't move, though. So how is he up? <laughs> we'll solicit Lyle all the I, time. Uh, you don't have yeah. to read this issue. It's not important, guys. I promise. Don't don't care. <laughs> What's well, your cat's name, Craig? This is Sylvester. Oh, hi, oh, Sylvester. That, that, oh. that looks like a Sylvester, yeah. yeah. And Puddin is around here somewhere. That's mm-hmm. Puddin. <laughs> <laughs> They, no. they were already named when I got them from... And Angelica Jones' dog? I thought it was Aunt May's dog. No. Well, okay. It was and... there. It was all of their dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dog. Okay. Soviet anthem Hankman. intensifies. And okay. so, so Peter and May hug, and it's very nice. And in my notes, I wrote, I hope this, 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 I hope we don't get a reverse ASM 400 where May come out of a coma and live for a week and then died. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're gonna do that. But uh... remember the time when you sat my by by my bedside and I yeah. died, and then the and then it goes who? Yeah. Oh and yeah, that actress. Find out that she this Peter like is me. a ge- genetically modified actor. <laughs> no, ben, ben, Ben's the actor. <laughs> Genetically modified oh, Peter Parker. That's funny. Uh, yeah, so that so May and May and Ben or May and Ben May and Peter have a nice uh, ending here. They have a nice hug. Uh, we go to a rooftop where some guards are protecting Basir, who I believe is one of the three Beyond employees that Ben found in the previous issue that Craven took captive. Uh, I think so. The Basir is not a very common name, so I'm assuming that that's who this character is. Uh, but the guards are quickly taken mm-hmm. out by Doc Ock. Uh, these are apparently guards for Infinite Solutions, and he asked them if they do they know that you actually work for the Beyond Corporation. Uh, he learned of Beyond's gluttonous ambitions at the previous prison. Um, Otto uses the access card to learn that Spider-Man and Peter Parker allowed Beyond to purchase the remains of Parker Industries, the company I built. Um, Otto realizes that Beyond Spider-Man isn't superior. He isn't the real Spider-Man. He's a copy. And in my notes, I have, and somewhere George Berman smiles, but he doesn't know why. Um, (laughs) Otto says that he won't stand for any plagiarism. And he looks at what I assume is the Beyond Corporation Tower right next door uh, and says, I will remind them that it is I who will always remain the superior to be continued, and mm. the number of times Otto says superior in this issue was five. If anyone's oh, wondering. really? Wow, yeah, so so a whole quarter. So, can I, ask, can I ask a dumb question? What I'm, I kind of, all right, this is more of a statement. I kind of wish they had done this to retcon that Otto had submitted like the anti plagiarism tech to ESU at the end of at the beginning of Spencer's run, and he intentionally got Peter <laughs> screwed by uh putting in the plagiarism stuff. That would have been in character for him, I think. Did Craig, we ever see Otto's? Did we ever see Otto's reaction to that event happening? Like which Peter one? Getting called it, Peter getting called out publicly about be, plagiarizing. Mm. I mean, assuming that wouldn't no. be the news. Oh, okay, Craig, okay. what's your grade on this one? I I I I admit to all everything Brad said is correct. Thanks about Aunt May. <laughs> um, I don't care. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't oh, you're care. You're fitting right in, Craig, and no one does. <laughs> this, this, remember, Donovan said, "Brad, I, I I love you, but you're 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 damn wrong, or whatever it was." No, said. I think you said effing wrong was the, effing wrong. the yes, line. Okay, okay, here. Um, yeah, I I love this issue. It's my favorite issue really? of Beyond Era so far, and it's not even close. Uh, I give this an A minus. Oh wow! Okay, uh, Neil. Um. I'm very tempted to kind of go with Craig on this one. Um, I wouldn't go as high. I'd probably give it a B plus, but this is probably one of my favorite issues of the Beyond uh, run. Um, 
not necessarily. I, you are again. You are correct in terms of it not really being in character for May. Yeah. But I had fun nonetheless. It was fun seeing Otto once again be socially inept as a rock, um, and continue to simp for Aunt May with no chance at all. Um, oh yeah. It Ryan. was also. I, oh, oh, oh. Ryan, what's your grade? I give it a B. Okay. Tyler, what's your grade? I got a B minus. Kelly and I are generally aligned most of the time. We're lower on the scale. I want to see what Kelly gives us. I give this issue a B. Oh! We are not wow. aligned. Not. We are not aligned. I am giving it a D. This is the, G- the Giancarlo Esposito meme. I dislike this issue because it's not a character. I dislike this issue because it has auto in it. We are not the same. <laughs> You're Brad, Mark Bagley cover. How many points oh, does that give it? Beautiful. Oh, I give it an F. Beautiful. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not counting it on the cover. Like I actually enjoy this. Um, Real Mostly Spider-Man. because it's a break Not from then. <laughs> well, that's that 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 is that's why I didn't give it a D minus. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like I guess I'll whenever it's my turn to go around the Sorry. cons, we'll discuss it because like Adam no um, in the comments wrote something involving why I cannot stand Otto, and we'll get into it mm, during those cons because yeah. that's a large part of it. I just enjoy a good Aunt May story. Yeah, so like Adam wrote the slot. Yeah. Slot dot. Like honestly though, like I bet you any amount of money he does get some royalties anytime you mention superior. And that's one of the reasons why I absolutely cannot stand so it. So he got a buck and a half. Yeah. Five yeah. mentions. I'm people. superior. Oh, yeah. Why did I sound like Skeletor? That was okay. <laughs> uh, Skeletor. My goodness. Okay, Craig, your pros. What what did you like? And and uh, like, real quick, Iris says I've become JR with these grades. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I now understand the old man. <laughs> Brad, are you <laughs> sure Ed Kelly's heads to the mix? Does it make it higher? No, this no, is a D, No, because it's D for daddy. Oh, yeah. You know, there you go. <laughs> D for daddy. <laughs> go ahead, Craig. Your pros, man. Uh, my pros. Um, in, in some way, it, it seems weird to say this, but this is the most Peter-focused issue so far of the Beyond ish, Beyond era, even though he's barely in it, uh, because the Beyond, like, there's barely any mention of Beyond except for at the end when they kind of figure out, oh, Beyond is somehow factored in, related to uh, this, what's going on. Um, pros, uh, let's see, every Otto and May interaction I wrote down. Um, May and Otto was the team up I never knew I wanted, but now I want more of it. Uh, I Oof. love their dynamic, their back and forth, different approaches to each situation. May insulting Otto as he's trying to impress her. It all worked for me. Um, and like I, I acknowledge, I said this is not the May of May of 1960s, 70s, 80s, probably even the 90s. But um, I mean, characters have to change. We can't have like the the it, oh the Beyond Corporation shutting uh, them down. <laughs> April, like the, the lead era in our comics. So um look, Brad has uh has turned himself off because he was so disgusted by me. May knows exactly the type of man Otto is and is choosing to work with him to stay Peter. Uh she's I, I mentioned she's not deluded into thinking that he's a really good man or she can change him. Um she's she's she knows how she can she's affecting Otto and she's using it to manipulate him. Um it's weird and creepy, and I loved every minute of it. Um I love Otto's white go. business suit look from the, from the yes exactly. Oh, oh here, let me you love every minute of it, including this panel, huh? 
Yeah, it, and I it, I acknowledge how how weird and creepy it is, but it's, it's very it's, creepy. You you like sometimes you like stuff that's weird and creepy, and it's like this is not this is not right. But oh my god, it's it's so so good. This this is me. <laughs> Brad is can, you li- can you literally do this anywhere outside of my amazing Spider-Man book, please? Right. So in, in oh. Craig's de- in Craig's defense, this isn't like Superior Number Two, which we all know what I'm talking about with that. They they treat it with the it, with the really weird energy that it is. It doesn't try and like phrase it as like, oh, he's secretly a good person. Mm-hmm. The book is very upfront about Otto, like Hornacek said, or Otto's nature being who he is, and that he's not a good person. It, it could have been weirder, though. We were missing a bucket of chicken. Curl chicken. <laughs> <laughs> For, wait, refresh me with that again. What, what was the bucket of chicken? Uh, in the 70s, when uh, Aunt May took uh, Otto That's in right. as a boarder, and Peter yes. came in, and he had a bucket of, and it said, Colonel Chicken. On yeah, Colonel Chicken. On, on Peter walked in on him, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny walked in on, they were just eat, they were just in the, the living room on the couch, but Peter was like, oh, I brought some chicken here. <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot that. Yep. Yeah. Um, All right. Other pros. Uh, let's see who has a high grade on this thing. Uh, who's the next highest? Neil is with a B plus. Yeah. So um, I guess going into the technical side, I think this issue was really well paced. Like it didn't feel like there was any really like out of place jump cuts to a different scene. Um, it all flowed together fairly well. Um the art is really good. Uh, there was actually three artists on this, which surprised me because I knew how much time I had to put these together. Um, was it Gomez on the last one? Because I thought it that was, was the best. it was it was Fiorelli, Gomez, and uh, Paco Medina. He's the last, I believe, three or four pages. Okay, Paco I, Medina and Gomez, I liked. Yeah, I didn't like yeah. the first half. I liked Fiorelli. Yeah, it. I, I think it fits in like that realm of like very stylized and very subjectively good. Um, but I enjoyed so this it. Took three artists to finish, huh? Yeah, it cost Man. us what four ninety nine again. Yep. Yeah, these dot bay issues are four ninety nine. It seems. Good God. Yeah, but, but um, extra pages. But like yeah, I thought, yeah. I but I thought the art was actually fairly consistent on a color level. Um, like I'm surprised how it didn't feel like very jarring art changes. Where sometimes they'll have a completely different colorist. Uh, if you remember ASM seventy four, where like every time they changed artists, it was very noticeable because they changed uh, colorists along with the pencilers. This uh, had I think. Yeah, it just had Rochelle Rosenberg as a colorist, and I think she's always done a very good job of blending together art styles to make it a very cohesive picture. And I got to applaud them on that because it could have easily just been like, oh, oh God, there's Carlos Gomez out of nowhere. Oh, there's Paco Medina. But it, it mm-hmm. remained fairly consistent for me, and I, I applaud the color. I applaud Rochelle Rosenberg for making a very consistent and well flowing product. Okay. Uh, it looks like you had another high grade. Ryan, you had a high grade. What do you, what, uh, what's some pros out of you? Well, one pros was, um, I don't know if anybody remembers, uh, Spider-Man Limited that Tom DeFalco wrote after he brought back Dr. Octopus from the Dead back in the 90s, but he had really gotten yeah. that characterization, and I kind of like seeing Otto kind of, you know, in his element, even though he was doing his courting of May or whatever, but actually seeing him relax, mm-hmm. actually doing, doing areas, and actually when he wasn't trying to, you know, jump on, you know, jump in uh, with everything with May, it was actually more of a character area, which I kind of liked about that. I hadn't seen that part of Otto in a very long time, and I even yeah. liked some of his dialogue, and I actually have to say, when they were trying to go to the prison, I was laughing. I did laugh, but he's like, lots of love. It's made with lots of love. Like, he's like, I hate this, but I'm doing it for you, mate. Dear God, I want to just snap somebody right now. I'm acting. Yeah. Undercover auto. <laughs> That's exactly. It's what like I'm undercover like. boss. 
Yeah, I actually like that really. When I actually showed, um, I did like this. You know, this has been mentioned by many people, uh, Jr. Especially about how much you know Peter is May's son, and that she would go to yeah. these lengths to do this for him, and then her surprise at the end when he actually is recovering, like he says, like uh, May, you're you're hugging me a little too high height here but uh anybody but it was just like how relieved she was to see him up in in there too so that that actually was one things i really enjoyed about the issue i did like the artwork with it too but that's kind of why i kept with the b so it wasn't it was i kind of liked the kind of the odd couple kind of storyline that was with this but there were moments too where i was like okay come on guys that's even bad for you or may would not (laughs) say that yes yes uh tyler you gave it a b minus yep What's the uh, pro out of you? I haven't said. I would. I mean, I, I think this is going off sort of what Kelly did mention is that Aunt May is sort of the star here, in my opinion, and mm-hmm. just the fact that I, I really like that because we had in the previous issues we had had Aunt May's like she's got to get something done about Peter. These doctors aren't doing a good enough job, and so Aunt May takes the initiative and she gets something done about this, and so she does whatever it takes to make her nephew better, just because Peter's done so much for her and she wants to return that. And and as we see, it's it is successful in the end. With you know, she does convince Doc Ock to help, and I, I really appreciated that. And so, it, even though she is a, like you said, a little bit too hip, kind of sometimes, I, I did enjoy seeing this side of Aunt May. I, so I did like how she apologizes to Doctor Burdick at the end, basically saying thank you for everything you've done for Peter, even though I've treated you like crap for the past three issues. Yeah, I can see Marissa Tomei talking like this. Mm-hmm. I, I can't see eighty year old Aunt May that I've been reading for forty well, years talk like that. But That's, but we're dealing with a we're, we're doing, here. I was about to I was about yeah. to say Kelly Kelly kind of got it, but like we've mm. she's kind of been de aged as time has gone on. She's a lot more like I guess ultimate Aunt May since so they're re- they're referencing a story from the seventies where Aunt May was older. I would say at least twenty years older than Ock. If with your sliding de age scale, they're probably now ten years apart right mm-hmm. so in here how old do you think aunt may is 60 and I'm do you think ock is early 50s is that what you think it is i i think that she's probably i think it's a fair assessment to say ock is in his early mid 50s and then yeah. aunt may would be mid to late 60s if we really want to yeah. push it but but my thing is is like especially with the internet age like i it, it really age isn't isn't something where like speech has to be a certain way, you know, she's pretty hip to the new technology. She's around a lot of people every day, you know, with the shelter. I, I didn't see a problem with her speech patterns here. And that's because like, to me, I, I know that there's people, you know, in my community that are older or in the same age range, they talk like me, they talk normal. It really just depends on you know, who they're around, what's going on. And like, you know, she's living in New York City. She lives by herself. You know, it's not my, a my situation complaint. where she, like, she's not dead. She's not in a nursing home. She's not like 120 years old. It's not the 1960s here. And, and that's kind of the thing that like, they're bringing a human aspect to May where I think sometimes people are getting blinded because they're so used to, when things were more focused about showing Peter's, um, like showing who she is through Peter's eyes versus mm-hmm. we're not seeing her through Peter's eyes. Peter is asleep. He's not a part of this story. We're seeing Aunt May as who she is. 
And I don't think, and I think that that's where maybe you're, because that's the way I'm taking it. And that's the way I'm assuming it's being written. I'm just saying that every story pre this, she talked a certain way. It wasn't this hip. Out of nowhere, she's a little hipper than she's ever been, in my opinion. Sorry, Kelly. Like, I'm no, going to come back and haunt you. Um, I, I'm, yeah, that's I, a normal I, phrase. Like, I again, I don't understand how that's a hip phrase. Like, I, 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 I get, that's she isn't that sarcastic, I guess. I don't, well, I don't, I, it, I mean, it depends on it, but well, I'll, I'll push back a bit and say that it depends on which it depends on which writer you're referring to because there are some instances where May has remained fairly consistent, but there are times when writers have, I don't want to say given her lingo of the lingo of that generation. But Trzinski wrote a, a May that I remember with being a little hipper, trying to get on the internet a little bit in the early 2000s, etc., but still being a little old schoolish. Granted, that was 20 years ago. Yeah, but, because um, May was yeah. May was sending emails to the Bugle to cancel. Yeah, sending yeah. emails to the Bugle yeah. was a big deal for her. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she was feisty, but that the speech patterns just takes me out of it. I just can't. It's one, it's one, can't it's one of those. Sli- it's one of those sliding time. Again, it's one of the yeah. issues of a sliding time scale in the universe that won't end. <laughs> I, oh, I like agree. in the 70s, I we saw Aunt May protesting. What was it? Not the Black Panthers, but the what was the protest group when she I think it was NAM. Yeah, it was Vietnam. Yeah, she's, she's protesting. I don't I don't hear her voice. But we never would have like we never would have saw 1960s Aunt May doing that. There were probably people reading the book saying like that, saying, "Oh, Aunt May back in the Lee Ditko era would never act like this." So I mean, we I think we just have to accept that as time goes, as the decades go on, the characters are going to change to fit the times. Like if we brought Aunt May from the Lee Ditko era into the modern era, it would be like this is not a like a a reasonable, livable current character. Yeah, and that's. It's, That's it's, what I'm trying to say. Like, to me, I didn't see any issue because to me, it just, you know, she's an older woman, but she's not dead. I mean, she's still a person. And she's think, fairly active for a person yeah, her age. I think right. it's a she little She did get ageist. married to Jay Jameson. And, uh... Yeah, well, see, but I think it's a little, I think mm. that there's a lot, little ageist undertones here because you want her to be slightly out of touch and feeble. And that's not, that's not the Aunt May we've received in... Honestly, in a no, since, I I do like I do like. Here's what here's Aunt May qualities I like. She'll fight for her kid, which is Peter. She will go to ex- extremes for her kid. I don't see flirty Aunt May. That doesn't sit well with me. I don't see hip, uh, seducing Ock moves. I don't see that in Aunt May. She I don't see. Gonna... She wasn't seducing him though. Yeah. She was very much flirting to get her way with something. I don't. That is not the Aunt May in my brain. I don't want to bring uh, it, it up. It could be he... Marissa Tomei, Aunt May. Mm. I don't see Rosemary Harris doing this with Alfred Molina. I don't see Sally Field flirting with Jamie Foxx okay. to get no, the way. Sally Field <laughs> okay. would. No, Sally Field. I can, well, Sally I guess, Field yeah, I can see was. Sally Field. It's one of yeah, those things where, like, it, bandit, it, yeah, it, it's one. Of, it's one of those things where, like, do we apply the same stress test to like Peter, where Peter would say, like, I don't know, he would dab or something. Like, would we would we apply that same stress test to Lee Ditko, Peter? Here's another question: or say Aunt crazy May, down there, if Aunt May can evolve and get speech patterns like this, why is Peter stuck? He he's not evolved. though. Peter's he not stuck. He's still he's in grad ar- school. <laughs> no, I mean, but you're he, talking about you're talking about like the physical conditions, not necessarily the that, dialogue that he that's that true. he talks yeah, about. The dialogue's a different story. Peter does yeah. seem to fit with the with the like Peter. Time. Peter, 
Peter doesn't go around like doing like he doesn't do like, you know, TikToks and, you know, he doesn't do like Fortnite flossing and stuff. But he talks like a relatively normal person for his age demographic. And frankly, consider considering like the people like, okay, my stepmother is in her sick. It's in her late 50s and she talks fairly similar to this. And if we're if we're accepting the condition that Aunt May is in her late fifties or or was it late fifties early sixties, Kelly? I, think it, I said, I said 60s. mid to I said mid to late sixties. But yeah. like if if we talk if we if we're using those parameters and using my stepmother as a base, then frankly I don't see the problem with having Aunt May talk in a similar dialect to this. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't dab. I, I cannot relate well, to Peter I, if you don't I, 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 I'm sincerely. Has Miles dabbed yet? I don't know. He's Probably. stuck in that that uh, turtle. Does, Mar- yeah. Does Marvel He's have an official Spider-Man TikTok account? No, oh, I know. Anyway, I where were they we? Do. Um, they do. Do we yeah. do we get to cons? Because I was all count on Aunt May on this. I, I did have one more pro. Um, I did like the uh, I did like uh, Aunt May's compassion towards Vapor. I know you didn't like her opening her cell, but yes, that was a pro for me. I that was Aunt May. Yeah. That was the sweet old lady getting what she wants. Aunt May that I like. Yeah. I don't even know. That if it was, like, was just very like, much. I don't even know if that was her really playing a card. I feel like that was like genuine compassion on her oh, part towards I, Vapor. No, like he was I, relating I, to her as a person instead of Otto just going in and smashing everything. Yeah, yeah it was meant to draw. It was meant to draw. It, it was meant to draw a direct parallel to Otto. Where, like, that, Neil, that was one of my pros. I would agree that that scene was very good. I also did like the scene of X Ray in the gym, like he's lifting with his friends, and they're talking about like like proper uh, gym at, proper gym uh, technique. <laughs> you spot me. Yeah, yeah like, I'm not me, sure. If it, I'm not sure if it was meant to be X Ray threatening the guy, but I I did enjoy like the guy going. You could really get someone hurt with bad technique, bro. I thought that was kind of wholesome. Right. Not gonna lie. Other pros or cons that we haven't mentioned already. Feel um, free before we wrap the show up. Uh, I liked Otto in his white business suit straight out of the nineties. Oh yes, that was uh, crazy. Yeah, oh yeah, Armani's back, baby. It. Yeah. Yeah. And then yep. John Byrne that hated that suit. Do you ever hear that story about uh, John Byrne and Jim Owsley? So uh, John Byrne was doing the covers for Web of Spider-Man when it first launched. And um, he hated that Armani suit. And Owsley told him to uh, draw a cover of tentacles coming up against Spider-Man where he's up against the wall. <laughs> and uh, John Byrne goes, okay. So it, Web... Number four, I think it is. It's just Spider-Man up against the wall with tentacles attacking yeah. him. You don't see Ock at all. And John Byrne got around it by not having to draw the Armani suit. And I, <laughs> I think that's, that that's probably fun. a better cover. Than actually. I, I, that was a great cover. It was a great cover. I remember it very well. <sighs> Mary remembers Peter singing the Lady Gaga song in slots big time. That was Crazy Town Banana Pants. Uh, and yeah, Adam well, goes, is there some, anything mm-hmm. Byrne doesn't hate? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I bet you love uh, this issue. No, money. Kidding. Yeah, money. Um, <laughs> a pro. I don't know if we mentioned it, but Peter is out of his coma. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. a pro. Plot we progression. Got, yep. We got the name of the guy that's on the book talking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any other c- pros or cons? I am gonna we, go over the what? What? Oh, Kelly? We got cons. I was gonna, we, yeah, because we didn't really go over cons. Oh. I mean, I just. Okay, go ahead. I just want to like explain the situation why like my major con is auto and it, like it like we said earlier with Adam's stuff on that like you know slot gets paid thirty cents every single time he says his period. Yeah. 
he's literally turned into that's all he says. Yeah, all he says, and five times him, this issue. Yeah, the die was either cast. him. He's being completely disgustingly gross mm-hmm. because he, even though May has literally make went up front and said, "No, that's not what this is about. I need help with you know saving my nephew," and he still tries every single time. To get mm. into her pants, and th- that's the thing is like y'all are saying like, oh man, May would never do this. The issue is, is May knows that if she doesn't string him along because of what he's doing, you know, maybe this is just a female thing, but she realizes that if she keeps telling him no, he's gonna then withhold his help until she does something for him. So that's why she's flirting with him and stringing him along, so mm-hmm. he'll do it. But the thing is, is he he's going about it to get closer to her to have this because he's got this like weird diluted thing in his brain that yeah. you know she won't she he can wear her down to he'll agree. win her back yeah and that's not that's not the case here no. and you know i i know that that's a very auto trait it's just something i hate and then i hate the fact though that he has become this symbol of dan slot yeah, and I don't want him in a yeah. book. I don't yes. want him in a that, that was going to be a kind of amen. Alley. Amen. Uh, I yeah. agree. I have a feeling though it's we're in it for a long, long term effect of slots. Doc Ock. I mean, slot. I mean, Doc Ock was around long before slot. But uh, I, a hundred percent agree with what you said there. Uh, Vinkman's calling me out. I apologize. I was wrong. Wrong white suit. The Armani suit is from the 90s. He was in a doctor's white suit in the issue I was just talking about. Very true, Vink, but I'm sorry about that. Um, other cons? Um, I, I like how uh, Otto takes May to one of his safe styles, 32B. I want to know where 32A is. But I just like, oh, yeah, May, come right into my sec- one of my secret safe houses. This is number 32. You got to see the other 31. And this is B, <laughs> not A. So is, so, is the implica- so is this like the second floor of 32, or is this like – a oh, sub building like 221 like B Baker Street, kind of yeah. Thing. Exactly. I was just thinking the Sherlock Holmes reference, uh, yeah, that, yeah. That's actually where I got that. That's where I was thinking the reference, uh, yeah. too. So I've got, I've yeah. got it. Oh, I've got a con that okay. uh, Otto's got for all for this sweet, sick ass gamer rig. Otto's got doesn't have three monitors, <laughs> yeah. It has, it has to have three monitors, otherwise, it's not a true gamer rig. Uh, and if Otto's and that's gonna, why Neil us- gave it a B, plus, not an A. <laughs> 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 Get that uh, third monitor, baby. <laughs> All right, let's go over the grades. Anything else we haven't mentioned, Tyler or anybody? No. Nothing. I got, okay. I got one. I got one question. Nothing, nothing yeah. hasn't been said for me. So, so Otto is talking about Parker Industries, the company I created, but he doesn't. He now no longer knows that uh, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Correct. Yeah, I was confused about yeah. that. I forget. So, how, so why did he create Parker Industries? Does he still think that he took over Peter's body, or does he think he took over Spider-Man's body? Uh, do we know how this works? Or I just, I just assume it's magic. He just, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it's a Mephisto mental block in his mind. It's vague Mephisto magic. We don't need to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. wonder why, in his, in his 30... memory, why yeah. did I invent Parker? Why did I create Parker Industries? I'm All just, right. I'm just, I have no idea. Adam so. has a good point, Ryan. 32, like the you, master actually, planner. That, there that's you a go. good reference. Uh, well, thank you for that. There you go. That's thank you. Good. I yeah. you, you are absolutely nice. right. But, uh, Craig, if you want to throw in it, as far as that's why, you know, that was went back to Nick Spencer's Enron, why he was looking for gaps in his memory, because the deal was basically reestablished that, but he forgot thing. All Otto knows is at yes. some point he was in the body of the living brain. He had to create this company as a yeah. shell company for his own fortune, and that's where he's forgetting things. So that's mm-hmm. where the holes are. 
like if he goes and looks up public records about Parker Industries being created, does he see footage of uh, himself or does he see footage of Peter Parker creating in, in news footage? Ask of Mephisto. Him? Yeah. You're overthinking like, it. Quantum it. Leap, where he yeah. looks and he yeah. sees all the yeah. Octavius. Yeah, you're you're yeah. overthinking it. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. It's the same as when Brand New Day started, and we didn't know what exactly. everything happened. Well, like, yeah. they weren't married. Well, and, uh, yeah, but at the end, even like at the end of um, at, at the end of uh, Gage's Superior Run, which we've talked about on satellites, um, Anna Maria references Otto being Peter Parker. Like that, it's a weird, it's a weird page where like she goes, yeah. but Peter didn't. Pete, Peter has all these like hot redheads and black cats she he but auto liked us and um she directly mentions she directly puts him in parallel with peter and that yeah. throws another monkey wrench into the system at this point i'm just saying okay mephisto just put ock back in his old body and didn't really and just kind of threw the details out to the wind yeah. and just said figure it out reader all right we're figuring it out for the readers. Let's go over our grades. Uh, we have uh, 80, uh, 78 point Bay. I give it a D minus. Neil gives it a B. Kelly gives it a C plus. Craig gave it a B minus. Charlie I gave, gave it a B. I gave Bay an A. You did. Okay. I did. I put it. I put it. Yeah. I, I, wrote it down. I almost put it. It never <laughs> happened. <laughs> uh, a. Tyler gave it a B. Ryan gave it a C plus. 79, yeah. I give it a D minus. Uh, Neil gives it a B. Kelly, C plus. Craig, B minus. Tyler, B. Ryan, B minus. Uh, ASM, 80. I gave it a D. It got slightly better. Uh, Neil gave it a B. <laughs> Kelly gave it a C plus. Craig gave it a B. Tyler gave it an A. Ryan gave it a B minus. A ASM, 80 point Bay. I give it a D. You uh, gave it a minus D. A minus D. It's I a did give it a minus D. That sounds about right. Neil gives it a minus B plus. Uh, Kelly gives it a B minus. Oh no, I'm, you messed me up. No, I see what you're doing. <laughs> These are just. Bad. I see your mind. I see your mind tricks. Uh, Kelly gave it a B. Craig gave it an A minus. Tyler gave it a B minus, and Ryan gave it a B. Was this a good month for Spider Man? It was all right. Yeah, okay. I say it was okay. The, the main panels, stuff. Did, if you take all the panels he was in, did he fill a whole comic? No, no, no. It he was if, if you're Brad, it was a bad month. It was, it was a very bad month. My Spider Man wasn't I, in the book I think, hardly at all. I think the core takeaway is that the dot bay stuff where Ben isn't the focus is the best stuff in the run so far. No, okay. Kelly's putting on the Jackie O glasses again. That's you're on, Neil. It's yeah, you're fine. I mean, honestly, my I think the highlight for me was just. The issue that literally did not have Spider-Man in it. Yeah, it's kind of reminds me of Slots Run, actually, where the stuff where the stuff where Peter wasn't the main character was the best stuff. Like the Prowler and uh, Living Brain issues were the, of the Parker Industries era were the best ones. Mm -hmm. Personally, I just can't wait till he gets up out of the bed and it stops this madness. I'm so done with it. I'm I'm really done. <laughs> I'm, I'm really this. really done. Daddy no. <laughs> Yeah. Daddy, daddy's done too. Dad, this daddy's done. I'm done. Hang on, Kelly, don't move. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh. Oh, here comes okay. screenshots. Okay. <laughs> We're good. I'm good now. All right. Uh, we are going to be back. Let me uh, give you a little preview, and I will. Wait. Are we are we coming back for previews? Or are we just coming back? For We're satellites? just going to go straight to the. Um, uh, Patreon, but I want to tell people about it. If yes. I could find my tab, uh, where did it go? Hold on a second. I made a nice little little image for people to see. 
there uh, Adam, it is. Adam, it is not okay. news night. It is sats night. There you go. That is what we're going to do. If you go over on patreon.com, we are going to review all these books. We got Tyler's favorite, which is Venom. I think Kelly's got Dark Ages because it has a version of Mayday in it. Uh, Kelly also loves Amazing Fantasy so much she gave it to Tyler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Tyler. Oh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Who's got Black Cat Infinity School? Yo, got, yo Neil's got that one. Uh, we've also got Daredevil and Electra with an upside down kiss over here. <laughs> I think I have that one too. And what the hell? This is a ten dollar oh, book, Kelly. Marvel Voices. Ten. Ah, my earbud <laughs> fell. Uh, my earbud fell out uh, of my ear. But yes, it's a ten dollar book, oh my and gosh. Neil had to uh, help me uh, buy it. Um, and but it I got the stories down. But I'm I'm just mad in general that like. It was last minute. Hey, can can you cover this? And I was yeah. like, Yeah, sure. I guess if it's unclaimed. Or, and and I, what, wait, I love how like I wrote free, and then Tyler was like, It's not free. And I'm like, Well, I know, but I thought like maybe there was miscommunication. Ten bucks, my god. <laughs> then we have the death of Doctor Strange number one. We're going to review, and then a new Marvel event called Devil's Reign involves the Kingpin. Yeah, boy. And Ben. Spider Man's going to sleep this one out. No, no, it's not on here, but there'll be a Dark Hawk quickie as well with Miles. Oh, there's a Dark Hawk. Okay. Oh, uh, Patreon.com slash crawlspace. We're going to stream exclusively to that for sensational members and above. You can watch more of what we just did right now. <laughs> and you can. <laughs> with a little, little, little less daddy and a little less. No, cr- I'm, I'm, I'm wearing the hat on the face. Okay, <laughs> okay everyone, hey, Tyler, get I a pair of sunglasses. We're all, we're all going sunglasses on this one. Yeah, honestly, we're... honestly, if you guys want to see more of this hat that it looks like everyone seems to love, <laughs> get the oh, $10 Patreon subscription and come join us. Yeah, and I guarantee you there'll be less creepy Aunt May in this next show. I don't know that if that's know what of. you want to yeah. uh, Thank you, Adam. Thank you for watching. Uh, the death of Spider-Man death of spider-man death of dr strange spider-man had amazing artwork wow good night everybody great show adam's yelling damn it meme time with meal uh is it news night nope we're going to patreon after this well that's a wrap on that episode i hope you liked it uh one more time before we wrap it all up i want to remind you about uh patreon.com slash crawlspace Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. 